Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Jess Perkins, and as always, I'm joined by my lover, I mean, co-host, Matt (laughs) Stewart. Jess, the mask slipped. (laughs) Can we edit that out? (laughs) I think we probably should edit that out. (laughs) We don't want the people talking about the truth. (laughs) And um, once again this week, Dave Warnocky's chosen to not turn up to work. Um, We assume he's fine. Yes, and we really want you to stop asking because that makes us feel like you don't trust us. Yeah, he's fine. (laughs) Everyone's okay. Yeah. And we're delighted to be joined by friend of the show, comedian, podcaster, Sam Peterson. Oh, third wheel Sam Peterson. When I came here, you two were hot and heavy. (laughs) That's That's why it took us a while to start because you two were on. Yeah, it took us a while to start because we had to finish. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like skipping, you know, when you're like trying to get in, waiting for the beat to get in. And I was like, let's get involved. The beat didn't arrive and I just waited and watched two of my great friends make love. <laughs> Which I think is so lovely. It's nice. It Thank felt you. nice having you there, though. Yeah, yeah, it felt, yeah. I, I felt seen. Yeah, yeah. not seen at the we, same time. Yeah, we felt seen. <laughs> I regret. And we liked it. I regret starting <laughs> this. No, it's fun. No, I I, the way that you're explaining that Dave Warnicky, like you're making it so weird by over explaining. He's fine. What do you he's mean? Fine. He, he is. He's fine. actually fine. Well, that's Bro, the I know thing, he's Sam. Fine. We've had all these messages. People being like, "Where's Dave? Is he okay? You guys are being sus," and we're like, uh. <sighs> and so then you have to like. I actually have heard, I've got a text from him and I'll read it now. Okay. It just says, this is from Dave Warnock, it actually came through this morning and he Mm. said, don't worry, I'm fine. Great. That's all it said. Yeah. So, he's fine. Had you you heard from him for a while before that? No, like a year, I reckon it's been. So, out of context, that is a bit concerning, (laughs) isn't it? He said it's fine though, so I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry. It wasn't his like usual way he texts or anything, but it was just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, yeah, lots of memes. Lots of usually he mostly, lots of Mr. Burns memes. If there's one stuff. thing I know about Dave Warner it's that he loves a GIF react. So he just sends <laughs> a lot of GIFs. <laughs> yeah, love hard eyes, love hard eyes, love hard eyes. <laughs> fire emoji, fire emoji. The fire little emoji. Uh, um, like bitmoji of him. Yes, is and it, it just called says bitmoji. Under, it's called a bitmoji. Yeah, and it just goes slay all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He off just, hunt, go off hunt. He just sends that. I'm like, oh, I'm five minutes late, and he just sends that, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. great. And now it's just f- I'm fine. Yeah. I think he's doing fine. I think he's, I think fine. he's doing good. So yeah. we're delighted to have it. you here instead. Oh, thanks. It's an absolute honour. Thank you. And it, I do I know, go on it. I mean, it's, yeah. Dave probably wouldn't say this, even if he could. Uh, but how good is it to be alive? Yeah. Um, I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a little tied up right now. Let's just say that. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything. No, no. Don't make it seem I don't know anything specific. Weird, Sam. Okay. No, I haven't. And uh, I haven't. Sam, do you know- Have you listened to this show before? I've listened been to on it many, once. many times before. Do you think you would be able to explain it to any new oh. listeners? Absolutely. Wonderful people. Dave, Jess, or Matt take it in turns to read out a report mm-hmm. every single week. And at the start, they have to ask a gorgeous little question mm-hmm. for the others to guess what the report is about. How's that for a- That's that actually, actually very good. That's actually the best of all That's time. That's embarrassingly I'm reading good. it. I'm reading it off a teleprompter. <laughs> I've, got, I've got my teleprompter cool. friend here who always comes with me. I was a bit doing. <laughs> he always comes with me. I'm that kind of podcast. That's the sort of money I'm making these days. Wow. Yeah, 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 you got yeah, teleprompt yeah. money? I got teleprompt money. Holy Not a lot of shit. people have that teleprompt money, but got that sweet cash. Because you've got you've got your own podcast I've empire. Got two podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you, you had three. No, I got two. Got two. What? What? Are you am I the asshole? That's oh, so that's the same podcast. So I got I got confessions, and then am I the asshole? Is a fortnightly little spin-off on that channel. Okay. You you don't you named it differently, but you don't think of it as a. I different don't think podcast. of it as a different thing. I want it to be. I want it to be the same. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. So it doesn't feel like I'm doing as much, <laughs> but I've actually committed to three podcasts. That is a third podcast. Then. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what feed you're putting. It doesn't in. matter yeah. how I say it. Yeah. It is a third podcast. So okay. I do that, yep. and uh, I've got uh, yes, yeah, so I do that with a like one. One guest each week and then two guests. I was saying to Jess the other day, it's exhausting. I've been doing it for six. This is my sixth year this year of confessions. Wow. And I have to get two guests every single week. And yep. I tell you, sometimes that's exhausting. That's why I'm always eight weeks ahead. You've got to be eight weeks ahead. That's right. insane. I bank them. For who knew it, I'm, I, rec- I record the week of. And you can tell. For the most part. <laughs> and you can tell. <laughs> and I'm only a year or so in and it's, um yeah. But I, And I have two or but three guests. But you're relaxed guests. about it. I'm maybe too relaxed about it. <laughs> but I love that. I love that that it comes out. Josh Earl does the same thing. He's are always like that week. I think it's so stressful. I couldn't do it with two guests. I feel like I get, well, I mean, I'm saying that to you when you've got three. Mm. But, yeah, I, I would like to get ahead and I, I, I think I will in you, life. Absolutely you will get ahead in life. You know, your first ever guest was me. It was. You were and the actor Stephen Curry. And for some weird reason, I didn't get an invite to the- it's a big party. You did. You did. So, what, Matt and I are always beefing about something. And at the moment, this is me and Matt beefing about this. Because I did invite you to the big 300th uh, episode mm. party. Got lost in the mail, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have your current address. I'm so sorry. You but probably Dave assumed I'd be definitely there. plus one. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spare room. <laughs> I'll tell you to do that. Anyway, you did, ex- can see them. you did explain the show very well. And are you actually doing the report this week? I'm doing the report this week. And yeah. I'm super excited about this report. We are it's one too, of my favorite it means stories. we don't have to do the work. That's so good. I love that. Jess did also check on me as well to go. How's the report coming on? Because I think that's really good because I imagine sometimes 
it gets down to the wire. Oh, it gets down to the wire. I, I finished mine um, that we're recording after this at last night. On your night. drive on the way here, last you were night. driving, typing mm. on the- Yeah, yeah. So wearing those uh, Apple goggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is actually legal and fine. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a normal and cool thing <laughs> well, to do. Well, how could they possibly have outlawed it already? It's that's just saying you've got to get in here in the loophole yeah, that's period. Right. <laughs> no, I did check on you only because, mm. um, you know, we write, we write these- Every month, you yeah. know, every three weeks we're writing yeah. these for t- nearly 10 years or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, we know how it works. Yeah. Um, when you're asking a person to come in and be on your podcast and do all the work, <laughs> yes, I just thought maybe yeah. I'd see if you were I okay think it's good. or, yeah. Imagine if I was sending you, like, what's a word for game? Like, I'm just yeah. going to you as a thesaurus yeah. going, and I do need help with this. I need to put the pictures around the words so I understand <laughs> them. <laughs> how do you write this again? Uh, what's this? What's this? I'm what's the structure That's a balloon, of a Sam. Yeah. <laughs> And you put full stops after every sentence? Yeah. That's exhausting. Every sentence. Yeah. You're kidding me right every now? Every single one. You don't have to. You're reading it. That's you, fun. You, you That's fun. write it as you want yeah. it to be we, written. You know that wonderful book, Cloud Street, by Australia's own yeah. uh, Timothy Winton? Yeah. He doesn't have punctuation in that. Really? Yeah, and it's wild to read it. I, when I, I hope that's correct. At uni, I read <laughs> I one read it for a long time. that was a, it was about Ned Kelly or something. Yeah. And it was like- you know, written from the perspective of Ned Kelly and it had no punctuation and it was it hurt my brain. Why do they do that? I don't well, understand. Well, it hadn't been invented by the time of Ned Kelly. Yeah. Punctuation, punctuation hadn't been invented. Hadn't been I didn't invented. know that. And I think Cloud Street was set uh, in Ned Kelly's time. <laughs> so I that didn't in Ned Kelly's time. Was it a story about Ned, Ned Kelly surfing? It was. In yep. It's always about him surfing. Surfing yeah. In, yeah, in Western Australia. Tim Winton is so funny. Like, what a great, what a great the author. sand in Ned's beard. He popped up as a- uh, Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, suggested friends the other day, like on Facebook, uh, popped up as Tim Winton was a suggested friend for me. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to add him, but I, I was concerned about his punctuation. We've replaced a Dave with another Jess and Matt type character. Oh, yeah. So now- Oh, yeah, that's that's terrifying. We, we really needed to bring in- Sam can only replace me or you. All right, I'll be Dave. Okay, you're going to have okay. to be the I Dave. I can be Dave if you want. No, I Dave, said I I'll be Dave. <laughs> He's that's, fine. It's already started. It's already started. started. Sorry, 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 the the fighting is done. I'm going to resist Dave fighting and you today. I'm fine. Um, so, we need an anchor here. So. Yeah, no, sorry. Shut the fuck up. Dave, can you Shut please just up. let me say a few words? We need someone to take control, okay? Yeah. Dave, please. Dave, please. Um, so, as you mentioned, Sam, we get mm. onto it with a question. Do mm. you have a question to get us onto the topic? I've got a gorgeous little two-parter question because I wasn't really sure how to do this in yeah. a way, right? The so, question is the hardest part. question is the hardest part. Okay. Question one. Hands on buzzers if you know the answers. Yeah, ready. What genre of television took over in the early 2000s with the rise of- Reality TV. Correct. Okay. Okay. You didn't have any buzzer. Ah, Reality TV. Jess won that one. Sorry to say that. Very good. One one point to Jess. (laughs) I've got points throughout this. Oh, yeah. So, my my buzzer is saying reality TV. Okay. So, what's your answer? What's your answer? Uh, Quiz shows. Buzzer. (laughs) (laughs) My answer is buzzer, (laughs) if that's Okay. My answer is ah. <laughs> question. I remember actually. I'll just say this real quickly. When uh, Matt was the first guest on my podcast ever, and it's all about online confessions. Mm. And the first time Matt came on, I kept calling it a game. And Matt, <laughs> through the whole thing, is just going, "This is not a game." <laughs> that was pretty much our whole episode. There is was- no winning here. <laughs> this is not a game. How, how does one score points in this game? <laughs> it was my first podcast. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> question two: What is a word to describe a fraudulent act, mostly as I like to think of it? Carried out by a fancy businessman in a top hat. Hands R- on buzzers. Reality TV. Uh, no. no. No, that's his buzzer. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're uh, I, I wasn't really listening, but it sounded like 
white collar crime or something a like that. Fraudulent activity. Oh, fraudulent uh, activity. A fancy word to say it. Fancy word. Mm. Con. Uh, <laughs> fraud. Well, that is fancy. <laughs> that is fancy. Fraud. Yeah. A scam. Ooh, no, that's not that's fancy. Close. Starts, starts with an S. I will tell you that. Starts with an S. Scandal. Close. Damn Very it. close. Damn Very close. Shamozzle. Rhymes with twindle. Skindle. <laughs> Swindle. You got it. You think swindle's fancy? I think it's I think swindle's Reality a little TV. bit fancy. Swindle. Rhymes with twindle gave me nothing. <laughs> also, is that a word twindle? <laughs> Do I make up a word? Maybe. I'm look I, it I, I, I'll say that real quickly. I, I initially I think I said skindle thinking scandal. Uh-huh. And with an accent. Uh before I finally came to swindle. <laughs> Okay, wow. a reality TV swindle. Yeah. Ooh. The reality TV. Now, look, this has been suggested by quite a few people. Uh-huh. Um, Sammy Peterson from Melbourne, Australia. Okay. Yes. Um, that's the end of the list. Okay. Uh, I just thought I'd do that as a bit of fun because, you know, you usually do that with yep. people suggesting stuff. Can I see so if I anyone has That went down like a lead balloon, but I thought that would be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've got better stories. <laughs> I'm just working on workshopping stuff today on your podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good place to workshop. <laughs> Great place. Uh, Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Please do pull up a pew as I share with you one of my favourite stories of all time, the great reality TV swindle. Now, do either of you have a favourite reality TV show growing up? Were you into reality TV? I I was a big fan of The Villa. It was an English show. And it was so stupid, but it was like- um, Rude. (laughs) Bad review. They mostly are. The reviews are in. (laughs) But it was was like a- um, I think it was like a compute- Conceit was a computer matched up couples and they lived in this, maybe it was a Spanish villa or something for a weekend. Yeah. Uh, Fancy way to say house. But it was was, um, narrated by Australian comedian who uh, has been English, England based for a long time. uh, Joe, not Joe Little, what's his name? He played Joe Mangle on Neighbours, but his name is- Matt Little. Matt Little. Oh, really? And it was- He was- I thought he was so funny. Yeah. It was like a very sarcastic, kind of like Come Dine With Me style. Yeah. yeah. Just like every, he's sort of, you know, being sarcastic and, and ironic throughout there. But I wow. just found that so fun. I don't. I imagine it probably doesn't hold up, but at the time, you know, 20 years ago or something, I thought it was a lot of fun. One time, Matt Little, so he was on Neighbours, uh, quite a famous comedian in Australia for a while, and he went over to the UK. He had a son who started doing stand-up around the time that you and I met, Matt, and he he was called, like, he was like a rapper comedian. Oh, Do you remember yeah. him? Oh. Maybe. It wasn't uh, gonna, Milky uh, T. Milky T. It was that Milky T. That- yeah, Milky T is really? Matt Little's son. And I was like, how fun's that? Milky oh, T was this comedian, that. English was comedian. Really that came- funny. He was really- I don't know what happened to Milky T. It's a great name, Milky T. Oh, yeah. I, I did not know that connection. Yeah. It's yeah. Matt Little's Matt Little's. I don't recognise this guy at all. Oh, yeah. He's great. Did you have a favourite reality TV, Jess? Were you into reality TV I've at never all? been that- into reality TV. Yeah, it's not for you. No, nah, not George really. Do you watch it now? Are you, do you nah. have it now to zone out? No. Nah. No. Nah, All right, we'll move on. To zone out, I put <laughs> Bad on question sitcoms <laughs> I've watched eight million times. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the stage newspaper in 2002, an advertisement was printed that read, new reality TV show seeks contestants. One year, £100,000. A year? A year. So, you've got to commit to a full year to get £100,000. The advertisement called for the public to apply if they were characterful, which I believe you are, Jess. Characterful. Characterful. Is that a word? Yep. Okay. It's like Twindle. Sure. You know, I own that TM as well. I own that. Characterful. I'm earning a lot of money out of dictionaries. You're saying days. I'm characterful. You are characterful. That is very kind Resourceful of and energetic. Oof, tick, nah. tick, tick, tick from nope, Jess Perkins nope, over here. Nope. I would I say all that about you. I haven't heard of energetic. I think it's- Energyful. 
That's another word. Yeah. Yeah. And resource jick. <laughs> in 2002, the world was obsessed with reality television. I was also 12, so I probably shouldn't have gone on a year-long reality television. You should television. not have done oh, that. Okay. You just sent away. I'm hearing a lot of reasons why not, but what about a few reasons why? <laughs> no, so far. You could have been a star. <laughs> oh, you God, you could have been a star. A child star. Ordinary people became huge stars overnight. Here in Australia, we had Sarah Marie, yep. who was on Big Brother and known for- What was she known for? The bum, the, the bum dance. The bum dance. The bum dance. Hilarious. Yep. And she and wore bunny, bunny ears. ears. Bunny ears. Oh, yep. She pajamas. was big. She was big. Early days of Big Brother, that they- Oh, my God. They could be- Reggie, the fish and chip Reggie. shop yep. owner. Yep. 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 Who came back on a new season. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, in Blair. Blair. <laughs> Blair went on to Neighbours. That's yeah, that's true. right. Um, Chrissy Swan. Chrissy Swan. Famously Chrissy Swan. I was now watching a, a t- now a radio host. Now one yes, radio host. Yes, TV host, yeah. Multimedia oh host. Like but she, uh, Blair, I remember- Are you reaching out to hold my hand? Yeah. I, um, <laughs> this is nice. Are you getting jealous? Yeah. <laughs> Since you two are in a new relationship and Dave is fine. I, t- <laughs> I, I was watching Tism clips the other night and, I'm pre- and one of I them- I love how much you love them. One of the clips uh, has like just features a whole lot of bands. It's like on the, this camera just rolls across yeah. and all these bands are playing along with the song. And I'm sure one of the bands is Blair from- Oh, that's amazing. That's interesting. I like that. I went from amazing to interesting. Yeah, you downgraded. <laughs> that is a downgrade. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. mildly interesting. You've, you've downgraded from- a tornado to a bit of a breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, Stewart, Matt Stewart was on uh, Gorgeous Damien Cowell um, from the band Tism. You were on a, you were on a song of his. I was. Isn't that Isn't cool? That I forget That's that. so cool. I forget Never that. Forget. I listen to that album sometimes and I forget I'm on it. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm really good. Who's that amazing <laughs> singer? <laughs> In 2002, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson won American yeah. Idol. And as we all know, 2003, Rob Millsy Mills mm-hmm. placed fifth in Australia's version of American Idol, which hands on buzzers was called ah. New Zealand Idol. That is Ooh. correct. You got that right. <laughs> Two points for Jeff. Bit of a Perkins. trick, you'd think. It's Australian based. <laughs> it makes sense to call it that. But Millsy, New Zealand. Can we steal all of their acts? So now, do you think Millsy is maybe the the biggest star from Australian oh, reality a huge TV? Thing to say Rob Millsy Mills. You get to say the full. Yeah, Rob Millsy Mills. That's his handle. Who Rob would Millsy be the biggest? Oh, uh, Casey Donovan. Casey Sebastian, Donovan. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Kalella. Yep. Oh, Please, yeah. that's how you say it. Yep. Kalala. <laughs> Kalala. And I have a great uh, thing to- But I mean, out of all, even Big Brothers- Oh, no, Chrissy Swan, maybe. Yeah. Who'd be the- who'd be Chrissy the, Swan. Who's from, had I the thought biggest, you from Australian Idol. I mean, just New Zealand from, Idol, sorry. From uh, reality TV in general in Australia. I get Chrissy Swan would be the biggest, I think. Yeah, probably, yeah. What about- um, I'm trying to hold my hand again. Uh, <laughs> Stop holding hands. The uh, blonde lady who was in a Blink-182 film clip. <laughs> Sophie Munk. Sophie Munk, thank you. I can't believe <laughs> I got that. You didn't do the buzzer, though, so I get it still. <laughs> she, was, she was in uh, Bardo. Yeah. yeah. She, maybe she'd be up there. I mean, she'd be up there. She'd international be. listeners will be just going, yeah. I mean, too many to They're yelling at their televisions <laughs> yeah. right now. If that's how you listen to podcasts, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I assume. I assume. Uh, but Matt Stewart, once I went to go and see Matt Stewart's uh, show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I think I've seen it every year, uh, and I brought Rob Mills at Rob Millsy Mills, and after it, Matt sent me a photo with him and Rob Millsy Mills oh, when you were on. What year was it when uh, you made him that, overseas? 2006. Yeah. I got, so, three years after he came fifth in Australian New Zealand Idol. Yeah. Wow. He came up to me in an Irish pub and asked to get a photo with me because I had a- It was Movember and I had a big mustache. Oh. Isn't that fun? <laughs> 
<laughs> Big That's Brother crazy. was absolutely huge in the UK, making ordinary people just be themselves on television, and they were catapulted into a whole different world. It was the main water cooler talk at the time. Everyone wanted their 15 minutes of fame. Mm. In 2002, a man by the name of Nikita Russian had what he described the greatest reality TV show of all time. That's a big call to make, isn't it? Huge. We've heard of New Zealand Idol. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Little Brother. MasterChef. MasterChef, another one. Oh, yeah. Can you name another one? Did watch the MasterChef. Yeah, big styles off MasterChef. Is that where um, that angry English guy came from? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, was he from? No, no. I think he was pretty famous <laughs> I think he before. Right out and then, yeah. Up there. <laughs> but I think that Jamie Oliver did. Jamie Oliver, yeah. Yeah, Jamie Oliver really got his In break. the nude. I tell you what, <laughs> Naked, Naked Chef. Chef. Yeah. He's very uh, good. Please, don't get our hopes up, mate. Honestly, a lot of people are tuning in disappointed. <laughs> it's we- also a bit dangerous to cook naked. It mm. is, a little bit. You know, got some oil spitting. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, you don't, yeah. That. you don't need that. Don't have that on your privates. No, thank you. No, thank you. As Nikita Russian explains it himself, we're going to take money on at its own game (laughs) and we're going to win. Isn't that fun? You're going to take on money. Yeah. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. (laughs) It doesn't really make sense. No. (laughs) We're going to take money on its its own game and we're going to win. Monopoly. Is that If money had a game, it would be Monopoly. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I uh, I just love that it has a rhythm of something that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. Because the way he says it, you're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, oh, it's you like money is it. sentient and, yeah. and purposefully <laughs> fucking us over. I'm going to crunch it. Yeah. That's what swindlers money. do, though. They, they're charismatic. <sighs> yep. And they say things that seem to make sense. Yeah. And they suck you in. <laughs> Jess has done this to me. And, um, oh, no. Hang on. <laughs> Hang no, on. No. <laughs> Oh, get your mind out of the gutter, everybody. Bloody hell. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Sam, please do go on. Hundreds of people applied, either by being handed a flyer, is how a lot of people found out about it, sent the advertisement via email. Wow. Email. Or that had That's important, then. I think, because yeah. he's underlined yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He said it twice. We're going to take email on its own game and we're going to win. Wow. <laughs> so you can say it about anything, literally. Money on its own game. <laughs> or through media <laughs> advertisements. Oh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> the list of hundreds of people was narrowed down to 30 contestants. These wow. people gave up their jobs and homes for a year, all vying to win £100,000, but there was one- Little catch. Do you mean like that? They, they had to give their homes to Nikita Russia? No, no, they didn't have to get, but they just had to be free for the year. Okay. Be free of everything. Right. Wow. Okay. Right. Is that what you think of when you go on a holiday? I'm giving up my house <laughs> for two weeks. I'm giving up my job. I'm giving it up for two weeks. So sorry, boss. I'm giving up my job for two weeks. <laughs> I'm my resignation for two weeks. <laughs> and fine print for two weeks. For two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Hope you read this bit, PS. <laughs> There's one little catch. The show never existed. <gasps> Wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah. Nikita Russian disappeared and the contestants never saw him again. Wait, oh, what's the what's the scam here? Well, yeah. I'm going to go into it. Oh, I promise. okay, great. That's the end of my report. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, how, what's he What's he done? Oh, they, do they have to pay an entry fee or something? Well, it's it's interesting. Okay, it's, it's interesting. I want to take the time to introduce you to a few people who are on- this show on inverted a few key players a few key players wow rosie who is living her life in groundhog day working an office job and facing complete boredom 
She felt like she could do her job with her eyes closed. Lucy, you two both have your eyes closed just for the listener right now as well. Yeah, her, her we do jo- our jobs with our eyes closed. <laughs> you her, love what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's right. Just made that up. Her, her job was optometrist. So it actually, <laughs> she was she was dreaming if she thought that she could do that. She was absolutely <laughs> dreaming. She was, she had her eyes closed, she was asleep. But you're, wait, hang on. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but I will hang on. Thank you. You hold on to it. We'll edit this bit out. I'm going to hang on to that bit. <laughs> Hold on to it. Uh, all right, Matt, think of a question, anything. Um, <laughs> You've got it. Oh, uh, <laughs> and you're well? So, what, literal Groundhog Day? Literal. Yeah, literal. Okay. Lucy, who was 35, <laughs> felt that was Thank good. You. I held on to it. It was good. That was worth it. Lucy, who was 34 at the time. Oh, my God, imagine. A carpet designer with a good, steady job. Like all contestants, she was bored. She talks in the documentary, which is a great documentary, the greatest show never made, about having to give presentations for an hour to sell carpets, mostly to architects and builders. She would always look at making it fun, always trying to entertain people, and she then became interested in presenting. She wanted to be a news reporter. Okay. This is the classic story. Taylor's older sum itself. Yeah, the carpet sales (laughs) to news anchor pipeline is- it's huge. <laughs> it's it's a big it's pipe, laughable. but it is still got a high pressure yeah. at the other end. That's yeah. right. That's how, it's a huge hose, yeah. but still blasting out the other end. <laughs> well, didn't uh, William Shakespeare you know, created seven stories, and there are only seven stories, and that's one of them. The yes. carpet salesman that yeah. turned into a yeah. news reporter. Yeah. One yeah. Of them. Carpet design is an interesting job as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of wool. And yep. then next to that, another little bit of wool. Yep, a little bit and more. And I think we'll go another little bit of wool. Should we make them yeah. different colours or all the same colour? Uh, well, I'm pretty fun, so uh, we'll get to that. But at the moment, same colour, <laughs> another little bit of wool. <laughs> Daniel was a 23-year-old person who had recently moved to the UK and wanted to experience everything. He felt spontaneous, carefree and fun, although describes himself as being very naive at the time, which is why he ended up in this I mean, you're 23. You're 23. Honestly, if you're 23 and you're listening to this and you're like, no, Jess, I'm not naive. Yes, you are. Come back to me in three years. (laughs) That's such a naive thing to say. And you'll be like, fuck, she was right. (laughs) Jess, rock that. Yeah. When you're 26, that's when you're like, all right, now i got to figure it out. That's right. That's when I had everything everything figured out. out. Until you get to 29 and then you look back on 26 and you go, go, holy shit. Who was that that kid? baby? (laughs) Then you get to 30. Got it all. And then it's all downhill from there. Yeah, it's all bad. (laughs) Jane was living with her parents, working the typical nine to five. She felt like her life was a broken record. She didn't feel like she had a lot of purpose in life. John was looking for an adventure. John is a little more subdued as portrayed in the documentary. He was handed a flyer as opposed to the others to apply for the show. And he was very excited about it. Mm. There's my favourite character in this. Tim was a playwright. Tim Winton. It's Tim Winton. Wow. I think of his books as plays. Of course. <laughs> of course you do. No punctuation. Famously plays. A clown called Skinny Bean. Okay. He played that in his, in his spare time, a clown called Skinny Bean. Oh. And Is a cameraman. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. Well, those three things. I don't know. When I hear a clown who, mm-hmm. who likes to film things. You think it's pretty cool? Oh, I think he's got a, he's got a sex dungeon. <laughs> this guy. There's a dark side there. Yeah. yeah. This well, is before OnlyFans, though. That's so, true. nobody's watching it. This is just for him. Yeah. <laughs> just videotapes. Just cassettes. He describes his clowning as himself but unleashed. 
Ooh. He loves provoking people, always wanting to push people's buttons. At the time, he was 37. He'd been clowning for 10 years and he wanted to discover something new. This goes to what you were talking about. By 26, 27, you haven't figured out. That's yeah. when you start your clowning career. That's right. And if you're a bit of a dropkick, you're still doing it 10 years later. <laughs> Oh, cop that, John. That is harsh. I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Nah, don't touch that one. <laughs> do, do, do not touch that one. You can't go there, Jess. <laughs> well, I just did. I love to provoke. You're a shock buttons. jock. You're a shock jock. Tim bought a film camera around this time and he became fascinated with it, documenting everything as he went. He treated it as his own video diary, filming a lot of him as his clown skinny bean. Okay. Tim saw the advertisement for a camera operator and applied. Oh. Firstly, all of these people have been contacted by Nikita Russian Productions to audition. Some people were just in it for the money. Some people were in it for the fame, wanting to or wanting the show to help raise their profiles. Along well, with the email. It's not just raise their profile, but like create and then create raise the their profile. profile. Yeah. But skinny bean, huge. Huge. No, yeah. huge. What, yeah, yeah, what do you yeah. mean? We're we'll raising the skinny profile. Of one of the- She's already selling carpet. She has a profile. <laughs> <laughs> In the in the trade, she's one of the best carpet presenters. Carpet presenters. Also, with this email was a map with an X marking the location. It was on an island that you had to go to by boat. Everyone's imaginations were running wild. What the heck? What could I'm it loving be? this. I'm so in all of a sudden. So they just sent them a map. I was born until this point. Hey, <laughs> a treasure map. Oh, now. now I'm You didn't listening. like hearing about Skinny Bean? No, I You're love Skinny Bean. You're kidding yourself right now. Yeah, no, I He's can't lie to you anymore. Over here. Was it a private island? Were they going to be living a life of luxury for a year? It all felt as if this was a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to turn out really well. Oh, my God. To me, what it sounds like is they're playing money at its own game. And, and they're going to win. They're going to win. <laughs> oh, let me tell you this. They're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people are disappointed when you say the first sentence. You go, they're playing money at its own game. Whatever. And they're going to win. <gasps> they go, oh! Because okay. when normally when you play money at its own game, you're playing money on its home ground. It's yeah. got all the advantages. Yeah. You're going to lose every you're gonna time. You're going to lose. You walk into a bank. The money's like, you're on my turf, bitch. Yeah, come on. Nice try. Get out of here, baby doll. You've got nothing you on You've got me, nothing here. Says the money. They, they turn up at the venue. Money talks. The island. The island. That you can only access by boat. Sure. This grand room with lots of people around. This is where they first see Nikita Russian. Everyone describes Nikita as very handsome mm. with Hugh Grant-esque hair. An incredible yet somewhat mysterious person. What does Hugh Grant sound like again? This is a hard one, but I'll see if I can just um Yeah, that's right. That's, that's it. actually yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. isn't that's it? it? Yeah. Do you want me to do Elmo? Please. <laughs> Any other impressions? No. Nope. Nope. Normally he needs to be tickled for that. Time. He needs to be tickled for that. Not for me, I can do it on the spot. Wow. Yeah, Elmo can't do it like that. I yeah. can do it like that. Hugh Grant-esque hair, an incredible yet somewhat mysterious person. Sounds cool. He, he, he I mean, actually looks very cool. I mean, with Hugh Grant hair? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. He's very handsome. Okay. He also has a Hugh Grant-like face. It's funny it's to Hugh say Grant. he's- just a, yeah. <laughs> It's Hugh Grant. He walked around the audition room looking very busy, like he had a million things on his mind. He would be there one moment, then completely disappear anytime someone needed to ask a question. Wow. I like that about people okay. running things. He's ne- yeah, never there when you need <laughs> just him. Just delegate. Hey, at some point during the episode, can you do a line or two as Elmo? Of course I can. 
I've looked up a picture of Nikita Russian. He's handsome. Is he foppish? Yeah, he's got foppish hair. Um, yeah, no. He's an absolute babe. Yeah. Yeah, he's confirmed. Beautiful bone structure. Oh, my God. You've got to put up a photo of him because he's quite absolutely cute. gorgeous. I like think Matt. you've got to be. So you fell in love with him in the first place. Yeah, you've got to. You've got to I never ha- said I was in love with him. Have a bit of <laughs> just, just fucking. Hang on. It's all sex. We don't like to put it in those Okay, make terms. A, I was going to say make it love. Nah, that's. Nah, yeah, okay. that's worse that's somehow. Worse, yeah. <laughs> Contestants were divided into smaller groups and given psychological tests as well as practical. There were a lot of exercises where they're encouraged to build trust quickly. One of these involved falling backwards into someone's arms. Yeah, which of I course. Think trust we, fall. we did just before we started this podcast. Of course, it's the only way to, to pod. <laughs> only way to pod fall back into my arms. I got it wrong. I didn't understand what you're doing. I fell forward. You fell forward. Yeah, and uh, yeah, my fell onto Jess and it was on again. <laughs> you got that beautiful carpet graze on your face. <laughs> yes, uh, the carpet by <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> Lucy. Lucy, I think Lucy. Lucy. One of the challenges involved baking a cake without a kitchen or ingredients. So what happened here is the okay. contestants had to go out by themselves and show how, I guess, good they were at, at talking to people. Honestly. And making money, like, without money, I guess, taking money on its own game. So they would have to go out and they would have to uh, bake a cake by knocking on someone's door. A lot of people just went to people's doors and they would knock on the door and go, hey, do you have ingredients for a cake? And people- I guess were really into reality TV at the moment. They had a camera in their face uh, that was held by Skinny Bean, and they would just go, "Oh, okay," and then they go, "Oh, and can we use your kitchen?" While we're here, while we're here, can we well. use your wow. kitchen? Yeah, and so they had to go by boat to go to the you know, like the main. The main oh, they'd have to they do this. Tim, as himself, not as Skinny Bean, uh, was already filming with his own equipment at this stage. How's he filming everyone? So he's only filming one team at at a time. They then go back to the island to present their cakes to Nikita Russian, who is really impressed with what he's seen. At this stage, no one has any idea what the show actually is. So is Nikita like he's the host of the show? He's He's on camera. Producer, host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it all. He's doing it all. That's always a good sign, I think. Yeah. When yeah. the host is also the producer, yeah, director. Yeah. You like that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it feels comforting. I trust it. Yes. It feels hot. Yeah. You, you don't want there's no you don't want all this red tape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't want a bureaucracy. Oh, no. they've got like an assistant director. No. Yeah. Yeah. Who I do I talk to yeah. about getting a latte? Like it's just Nikita. <laughs> it's Nikita. You got a Nikita okay. for everything. Everything. And they, can I get a latte? And luckily when you ask those questions, he seems to leave the room. <laughs> That's right. I think he's going to help me out with that. Yeah. He's getting my parking validated. Yeah. My boat my boat validated. They all are vying to be selected, but they don't know what for. 30 candidates are soon selected via email from Nikita Russian Productions, and they are also sent contracts. They were all told that the project would last one year, so most people gave up their flats, jobs, and some even ended their relationships. Buried within the contracts, it stated that their food, accommodation and any other money would be provided and they had to meet in London on the 10th of June where filming would commence. I think if your relationship ends over something like this, it probably, yeah. probably just saved you some time. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a relative issue. I've got no time for our relationship yeah. anymore. Okay. This is good. This is a major red flag for me. <laughs> yeah. Contestants was also told to set up a new bank account where Nick Russian would also have access. <laughs> okay. And to arrive on the day with no money. Right. Take it on at its own. Yeah. Game. And Mo- we're going to win. Money is shaking S- in its boots now. So, set up a new bank account. Yep. But it's empty. It's empty. But Nikita Nick has, has ex- it access to it. As well. right. Nick was also looking for a co-presenter for the reality TV show and chose Lucy 
Oh, great. Who was already wanting this to be her full-time career. Yeah, perfect. She handed in a notice of talking about carpets. People thought she was going on Big Brother, but after signing the contract, she was sworn to secrecy. Wow. So, everyone at work was quite excited for her. I think she got a big break and (laughs) she wasn't allowed to talk about it. Now, Matt Perkins, Jess Stewart, when you think of the (laughs) launch- (laughs) Okay, I'll get it eventually. When you talk, uh, when you think about the launch of a new TV show, yeah, what would you expect? <sighs> um, red carpet. Oh, beautiful. Uh, a crew. Yeah, a crew. Okay. Probably film yeah. crew. Film crew. Yeah. Um, sound crew. Great. A gaffer. Yep. Um, a best boy. A best boy. Maybe some catering. I'd love the best boy. Second best boy. <laughs> second best boy. Nikita yeah. Russian is both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be best boy best. and best second best boy. Um, yeah, that's. You're thinking drinks. You're thinking a big of a soiree. Yeah. 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 The big launch day comes around. There are a few different teams that all meet in different locations. They weren't told to bring a whole lot, obviously. They were instructed to bring a passport. One of the teams, Team 2, all meet in New Cross in South London in a park on a cold winter's day that increasingly gets worse and worse. When Tim arrives, he notes that there are no professional camera crews. It's just him as the sole camera operator, (laughs) and he is going to have to capture the whole series himself. That just doesn't seem possible at all. No. It does, but it's fun, isn't it? It is fun. Yeah. He's and not maybe as the clown it's part of the challenge. Maybe it's part of taking on money at its own game. Yeah. And winning. And <laughs> winning. And we're going to win. And we're going to win. And we're going to win. Or is this one of those like Joe Schmo shows where, do you know oh, that one where the. Yeah, yeah. That was actually, that was another one I remember enjoying yeah. where the whole, everyone was an actor apart from him. Uh, and maybe. That is, there was a newish one that was similar to that jury duty as well. Yes, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe it's like that, and the ac- everyone's actors, all the contestants, mm. but the cameraman is actually the the only one who's not in on it. Well, this is this is why it's so interesting as well because it was because they kind of believed in the idea and and thought that everything was a test that they kind of believed that this was actually happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you can really understand why they got. In this position. Like, they're all yeah. very eccentric people. They're all a lot of fun. And so, it is fascinating that you go psychologically. Mm. Nikita kind of knew that maybe they would go along with this for a little bit longer yeah. than it's a lot go- of other It's going to take longer for people to go, what's going? Something's not right yeah, here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's, yeah, that's how reality TV shows mess with the real contestants anyway. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick has said that Rosie would be the team leader. She is meeting everyone and trying to sort everything out, even though she really has no idea what's going on either. She's a team leader and the co-host. No, so that's no. Lucy. So um, Rosie really is- struggling. Yeah, You've I'm got sorry two about different this. women on this, and I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> You're going to deal with one woman them. at a time. I'm pointing, as a, pointing as a feminist, I really um, <laughs> am struggling with this. You know, I've heard of the uh, Bessonelle test. I've heard test, of several women existing. <laughs> this is. I've heard of that. Taking it a bit far, mate. <laughs> You've heard of the Bessonelle test. <laughs> So close to to two different things. That's right. (laughs) The entire time they meet on this uh, cold, wintry day, Nick is in the background on the phone the whole time. Sure. He's aloof and a shadowy figure always lurking in the background. But, God, he looks good. He looks good doing it. Oh, God. Can you lurk when you're that hot? Yeah, but he's so. like he's he's kind of gaunt. He looks sort of gaunt oh, and skinny. Yeah. I reckon you can lurk. You can lurk if you're gaunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's looking good. He's yeah. looking good if you're gaunt. At this stage, Lucy, the now co-presenter, starts presenting to camera. Now this is this is bizarre. So if you watch the documentary, it's really interesting because she actually just starts 
presenting to the camera, even though she only found out what the idea was a few seconds ago. So Nikita kind of took her aside and goes, you're my co-presenter and also this is the idea, you need to go and present this to the camera. She's excited for the opportunity to be involved and begins interviewing contestants. This is where she first explains the TV show idea after hearing from Nick only a few moments prior. Wow. This is the concept of the TV show. Okay. The contestants are going to make their own prize money. They have to somehow each make one million pounds in a year. They have no money to pay rent and have to be creative in how they survive. They have to feed themselves, find their own shelter and do everything themselves. They cannot rely on their regular jobs to make this money. It all has to be by their own means. Everyone was meant to be equal and in earning that money, they chose what path they want to go down. I think I could say they could choose. What path they would want to go down, which is actually what I had written there. <laughs> so, look, uh, at this point, they're earning £100,000, so they're only making a percentage of, you know, 10%, you could say, some would say, mm-hmm. if you want to chose that, 10, 10% <laughs> yeah, so they what they're all have, they all have to go out and yes. make a million pounds. Yes, and this is why Nick And they has- can't do it with a job. That's right. So, what, so but, like, he's, you can't do it with your day jobs that you already have. Could you just go out and get a new job? Mm. I guess, but he wants you to be inventive and he wants you to be like, it's kind of like a, I guess he, he describes it as a mix between Survivor and Big Brother. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like what you could do that without a camera crew. Mm. You could go make a million pounds. Well, you could go and try and make a million yeah. pounds. Yeah, that's why Matt was late today. He was trying. He was trying to make, <laughs> trying million to make a million pounds in the morning. Uh, as far as the listeners are concerned, I was right on time. <laughs> and Dave Warnicky is Fine. He's, fine. He's fine. Tim is filming Lucy present this information. It's the first time he is actually hearing what the show is about. It's cold, it's wet, and no one is quite sure what they've gotten themselves into. We're in a London park? In a London park, yeah. Are we, are we going backwards? The no, boat- this is the launch. Oh, right. Yeah. The, the boat part already happened? Yeah, that's the audition. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that was just the audition. Right. Because that- the boat. That was interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was way more grandiose than what the yeah. launch is. Yeah. For some reason, he decided, to, I guess, to impress people that the audition would look like an actual audition. Right. And then meeting in a park is the launch, which is what people are so surprised about. What I find interesting at this point, though, is that no one backs out of this wow. team. So, there yeah. are three I'd teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, at this point, would either of you just go? Yeah. yeah. If it's like, well, yeah, you've got to make a million in a year. Yes. And then- once you've worked insanely hard to make a million pounds, pounds yeah. you might get a hundred thousand of it. Yeah. I reckon I would just stick to my day job <laughs> and do a bit of side hustle if I had that in me already. Podcasting. Okay, I'd you should do try podcasting you should try and that. I'd make a hundred K. I think easily. I I'm afraid that I would have just rolled along with it. I'd, I'd aim to make yeah. $101,000 by myself and be like, there you go, done. I reckon that you could I'd be taken a, by a I'd, cult. I'd live in an apartment the whole time I and really, not end a relationship. I feel like now I probably wouldn't, but if I was 23 or something, I feel like I would have just, just, I'd just follow along, you know. Bit but you a- know everything compared to when you were 20. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's right. But yeah, what about you, Sam? Would you have- I don't think, I think I would have backed out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this. The math ain't mathin. Honestly, you would be, if, if you were anyone in this, you would be Nikolai Russia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nikolai, I'd, yes. be, I'd be pulling the, pulling the strings and yeah. lurking and looking gaunt. Yeah. There was no commission from a broadcaster, as they had been told. Russian's idea was to make, and he hoped, 
sell it. Right. Basically, each team would have to make uh, one million pounds but couldn't spend anything along the way. The money would go into an account that Nikita had access to. So, how do you eat? Well, you have to. That's that's up to you. That's your own. Um, that's nah, it. fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. And then at the end, you don't even get a million pounds. Yeah, it's weird that you no. don't get- like it feels, yeah. You don't get what you're earning. Like totally. you're actually having to you earn get everything. hundred thousand, which is a lot of money. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yep. But if I keep my job that's paying me fifty thousand pounds, yes, and yep. then I get a weekend job, yeah, I could make. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually strategically do a, a lot I, better if I flip some furniture and you do, and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jess yeah. is earning fifty thousand pounds, or I sell flipping pics or something. Like Jeez. I could, yeah, I could that. just have a job that's paying me regularly and yeah. keeping a roof over my head and food on my plate. Yeah. And I could also then like try to earn some extra money. That I get to keep the whole time. It yes. is a bad deal. It's, it's a, a bad it's a deal. Pretty bad deal. Like it, if it was a real thing, you'd you'd keep the teams would keep all the money they make, yeah. and there'd be the prize would be on top of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that this is like his pitch. Yeah, because he'd be making money from selling the show and stuff. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a bit of a worry <laughs> that he's making most of the money. All of it. Yeah. All of the money. Yeah. Of Team 2, seven members end up going back to Tim's flat, which is close to the launch party. Tim decides to press on and keep filming, even though he's not sure where all of this is going. Teams 1 and 3 had all met each other and decided this was not a legitimate production. So, there's two other teams that are going, I don't think this is legit. Right. One of the people explained the TV show to a friend, and this friend knew Nikita Russian. Oh. He worked in the biography section of Waterstones in Piccadilly and did not have a production company called Nikita Russian Productions. Team one and three asked to have a meeting with Nick where he admitted that the show was not already sold and he was going to try and sell the show after he'd filmed it all. In a year. In a year. They all decided not to go ahead. Yeah, good call. At this time, though, team two, who we know from the launch party and the people that I explained- yep. They decided to press on. Yeah. And they don't know any of this information. Can, can I just double check? What is Waterstones? So, it's a, a bookstore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm like, in the biography section, I'm like, is this- if He works at the BBC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah I yeah, wasn't yeah. sure if it was- okay. It's also funny to work at a- I worked at a bookshop. It's yeah. funny to work at a particular just a section, section of the bookshop. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that? that you special no, in the kids I, no, you just work in the bookshop. <laughs> yeah. You can, I worked in the travel bit. Well, you got to work your way up to biography. Yeah, yeah I started in kids' books. It was a bit in- too complex for me. <laughs> Lucy thought perhaps this could be a test and they uh, could still prove their worth. Perhaps there was a second camera filming the whole time. Can you that's- see the camera, Lucy? But that's what I, I reckon. That's what you would think. I, I, I'd be half thinking that as well. Like there's going to be the secret camera. So, rather else. than going like, oh, I reckon show there must the show. be secret cameras, have a fucking look around. Yeah. there's no. Have other. a look around. No, no, but you? if look you- Look at the trees. As soon as you find <laughs> the cameras, you've ruined it and they'll kick you off the show. And are you taking money on at its own game? Yeah, that's right. It doesn't sound like Jess is up to it. <laughs> and you're going to win. I, I'm happy to let money play its own game. <laughs> i got other stuff on. You've always been like that. I'm very lazy. You've always been I'm very like lazy. That. Tim wanted to work it out. So, at this point, Tim's like, I just want to go ahead. So, he's a camera operator, the chief and only and clown. camera operator and a goddamn clown called Skinny Bean. Skinny Bean. T- and t- we really like him. I, I In the documentary, he comes across as really fun and quick. Yes. Yeah. And I regret the sex dungeon thing I said before. No, don't. Don't. Don't regret it. Don't know if there's anything wrong with that. It's all part of the story. Don't a fun, likeable person can have a sex dungeon. Yes. I think dungeon- 
Dungeon, yeah. I think dungeon's a got sex negative room. Sex room. connotations. A in sex this room day and underground. Age, so many of us living in apartments. I don't yeah. have a sex dungeon. I imagine. I've got a sex corner. Must be nice. <laughs> sex corner. I've got a sex room underground that no one knows about. Oh. Team two, all strangers, stayed at Tim's place that night. Why? Sleeping on the floor, the sofa and the chairs. Well, a lot of them had given up their places to live. Of course. And sorry. Yeah. And so Tim didn't have to give up his stuff. No. Because he's a camera operator. He's a camera operator. So he can go back and home he's at getting, night. And he's getting paid a wage? No. Why is he, why is he doing it? I don't it? know why he's in it. At, like, it's not explained if he's getting paid, but I, I doubt. Because, right. I mean, Nick's working at been, Waterstones. He's probably getting promised. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get a cut. You'll get a cut of this. I think that's right. They were all still hopeful that the show might still happen. None of them wanted to admit that they had been duped. No one in Team 2 had signed the contract that was provided by Nikita Russian Productions. They did not owe anything to Nikita, but they were all still desperate to get on television and thought this might be their only hope. They would try it at least for a week, actually going and doing the challenges that they themselves had made up. And it it, it turns out to be true because they a documentary got made about it. Yeah. So, yeah, in a way. And so that's a great thing about the documentary is that it shows them as really colourful people that are like, like they actually build the, like build the set of uh, of Tim's flat and they kind of oh, go wow. and act out a lot of things, which is really fun. It's really nice actually that they kind of get to have their moment, which is really lovely. Yeah, cute. A few of the team went out and nabbed free food from everyone from the apartment and, and kind of that was their first challenge that they made up. Like, oh, we can all eat for free. Tim set up a diary room. Where are you nabbing free food? It sounds like stealing food. It's yeah, I think it's well, I think they um I think they kind of get food from a market that's about to be thrown out yeah, or something. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh Tim set up a diary room in his flat so that people could go in, like Big Brother, and explain how they were feeling. Tim also put a farting machine in the diary room. That's funny. Which Tim. I think we can all agree is hilarious. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So someone's doing like a yeah, like a little piece to camera in it. That's Actually, good think stuff. this is the first time I reckon money is getting a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, it's like oh, well, yeah. no one's ever tried that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was 2002, there wasn't a huge social media presence for everybody. People couldn't call out scams in the way if this all happened today. And then Nick turned up to the flat. What? No one asked him questions about their concerns at the time. He just hung out with them in the flat for hours. The footage is really strange at this time because they're all, like, in the flat and he's kind of laughing with them and they're all having fun. But I think at this time they're all kind of bonding and and not really knowing really that it's a scam at this time. Yeah. Like, they're still kind of thinking this is actually legitimate and he ended up staying over the night. Right. And he must be, like, quite charming. Quite charming. But also, yeah. like, f- oh my God, yeah, no. but um, Tim, the cameraman, mm. he... He's sort of taken this job, going, this is kind of interesting, and now he's got a bunch of <laughs> roommates. Random people, yeah. yeah. who are not contributing financially to no. his bills. Yeah, not at all. None of them have money. Well, they brought some food. That's true. Yep. Off some food. Some off food, yeah. some stale go food. In bin. At, at this stage, it's not, I mean, I mean, you've, pro- you've kind of made it clear, but even if I was them, I'd be like, there's three options here. This is a. This is going to happen. It's a real thing. Yep. It's a scam and he's- there's something I don't quite understand that he's going to uh, really screw us all over. Or the third option, which to me sounds the most likely, even though I, I'm from how you're selling it, it sounds like it's a swindle, but because uh, you said that exact word, but twindle. But I'd be thinking uh, this is a guy who's a dreamer. He yeah. wants to make this happen. Yes, he yeah. just has no idea that he's in over his head. Yes, yeah, and that's that's the vibe that really comes across from him that he really uh, doesn't know what he's doing yeah. at this point. Yeah, at this point they make contact with Team One and Team Two. 
they find out that Nick worked at a bookshop and they were all being used as his guinea pigs. Team two were wondering if they should go to the media. They wanted to get the word out so he didn't try anything. Nick rocked up again. He claimed to be homeless and had nowhere else to go. He wanted people to sympathise with him that he is in the exact same position as them. He had given up everything to and had no money. There was a lot of anger towards Nick that night. They all wanted to have a go at him, but let him uh, stay over anyway. Mm. John snapped and wanted to kill him, but the others persuaded him to calm down until the morning. So you can kill him in the morning. Is John John the, the clown? John, no, John's the pretty serious guy that's like just in the back. You don't really hear a lot from him, but you right. know, he seems a bit more serious and um, mm. a bit more subdued than the rest. Because you've introduced two male characters and I just can't, oh, you can't separate those up. in you my mind. Yeah, you can't keep up. They all have one thing in common now. They all want to kill Nick. Right. So, that's, yeah, they're, they're, they're feeling duped at this point. Nick left very early in the morning without answering any questions. He left his backpack behind so they knew he'd be back. Pack. Pack. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. I really like that. That was a bit of fun. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> Every now and then we try and have a bit of fun. <laughs> Just lightens the mood a little yeah. bit yeah. on the podcast. Can you do Let's the next try. line as uh, Elmo? <laughs> I can't do the voice. I can okay. I was gonna do the laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just do the laugh yeah. and then speak normally. <laughs> the team made calls. <laughs> that's good. I think that's, that's really good. That's a good bit. The team made calls. <laughs> the team made calls. Oh, not really good. Evil Elmo. If you explain the who you are, the team made calls. Oh. Your eyes were terrifying then as well. I don't know if you know that. I didn't feel good. Jeez, how does he do it? <laughs> Elmo. Do it? Elmo. How does Elmo do it? Yeah. They, uh, the team made calls to various media outlets. They contacted London Tonight with the story. They were interested and said they'd be there the next day. Team two were finally going to be on TV, what they had always dreamed oh of. My God. They all had this footage, which would be used perfectly for the news segment. As predicted, Nick turns back up at the flat. It's very clear he has nowhere to go. Mm. The team were able to corner him. They didn't say a word about London tonight coming the next day. They decided instead they would trap him in the flat until the morning so he could be part of the story. This time the team confronted Nick about what he had done to their lives. He'd actually ripped their lives apart. Wow. Nick seemed adamant at this time that it was his dream too and he was in the same position as him. He repeats the narrative over He was in the same over. position as him. Pardon? He was in the same position as him. <laughs> As the rest as of them. them. As the rest of them. Nick was in the same position as him. Sam, Matt, could you, read, could you the read the words on the screen, mate? <laughs> Matt just struggles to get through a sentence without making up a word. So, when other people <laughs> make it, a slight mistake. It feels good if I can really yeah. jump it does on it. Yeah. good. And you should. Um, idiot alert. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the Hand listeners. There would be listeners out there going, oh, I feel uncomfortable because he said the- He's saying different he words than he funny. means. He said it funny. He repeats the narrative over and over again that he really thought it would go ahead. London tonight turn up and interview Nick, who blames himself for the situation at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. I don't. How did he come to that conclusion? <laughs> well, he's, I think he's locked in the. It's so what easy to blame yourself, yeah. Nick, but no. Don't mate. be so hard come on, on yourself, please. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself. I'm saying this isn't a swindle. This is just a guy, a hopeless guy. <laughs> I'm waiting for the other the thing where he's actually, but all along he's been. All along, yeah, yeah. He bought all their houses. <laughs> he is 100% committed to continuing with the pilot, and even though he mentions this, like, he, sorry, at this point he's talking about it like it's still going ahead. Mm -hmm. and he's like, we can all work together and make this happen. He's not giving up on the TV show. He was annoyed that if you can get a TV station to come, why point everything at him and not getting the TV show up? So he's like, why didn't they just get the TV show to 
like TV station to come and make the show. Yeah, that would have. Yeah, get the news to come and just <laughs> make the show. The make show. Make a one show. year show. <laughs> it's easy. That would have would have cost like millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, but it's fine. They can do that. They got the resources for it to follow yeah. them for a year. I mean, they're a TV station. There's a TV station. That's right. You got more than one cameraman. Yeah, yeah. That's you're doing true. better than us. Yeah, you're doing better than the clown we got over there. Yeah, the literal clown. He's a literal clown. I'm not. He's juggling his cameras right now. there. He is. Yeah. The report ran on ITV on a Thursday night, three days after the group came to see, uh, came to the flat. A day uh, a day later, the group met a producer to discuss selling the footage to make a show. The answer was no. Wow. The adrenaline had soon subsided as reality came and crept in. Tim says, "Of this time, I asked my girlfriend to come back, and she said no. <gasps> we split up, and that knocked me for six. Yeah. It was deeply embarrassing. Wait, I mean." He broke up with her, right, because he was having it. He was going away for a year. Yeah. I think, yeah, of course she's going to say no. She goes, no, I go, oh, God. Wait. I don't know what happened between on. us. I dropped you. I dropped you for, the <laughs> for a TV, TV show. show and, and now. You don't want to come back? You don't want to come back? That's weird. Will you come back for Skinny Ben? Yeah. Will you come back for Skinny Ben? What if Skinny Ben comes and films us for a bit? <laughs> he seems to be up for doing stuff like that. He does, yeah. It, it floored me. I never picked my camera up again and I went back to being a clown. Okay. They became a bit of a laughing stock at this stage. Why did Skinny Bean break up with his girlfriend? Why they didn't even have to go anywhere. They were still in London. They were still in London. Yeah. Why does anyone have to break up with anyone? It doesn't make any sense that they all break. I don't think they knew they were just going to be in a random flat in London. Fair point. They thought they were going to be away because they got told they were going to bring their passports as well. And they were yeah, yeah the boats and the stuff. boats yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were mocked by Harry Hill on TV Burp. Oh, that while hurts. the London Tonight segment referred to him as the wannabe class. Was and- that a was their TV Burp a, a reworking of Ed Cavalier's? I think it was, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great reference. I'm sure every listener will understand. <laughs> a few of the contestants even got recognised while out and about. Wow. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was that saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stress. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp. 
com slash D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. So who is Nikita Russian, I think is the question. That, great question. Great question. Great question. Nikita Russian was an alias <gasps> last used in 2002. His real name oh, no. is Keith. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, Don't ruin what Keith. a name, Keith. I mean, Nikita Russian is 100% fake. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Keith. Keith, what a name to, yeah, I know. He looks so like a Keith, actually, name, does look yeah. like Keith. Keith's uh, one of the great names. One of the great names, if you can name him. He does name look like ones. a Nikita. Keith, Gary, Barry, well, Greg, uh, Frank. Yep. Uh, Timothy? No. No. <laughs> we were, I was being silly. We were wrong. building up momentum there, Sam, and you <laughs> ruined it. With Timothy. What's a bloody Timothy? He was also Jack and Doug. At some stage. Oh, of his okay. Life. So he's had different But his name is actually Keith? Actually, Keith. Jack and Doug are on the list. <laughs> Keith was also uh, a very ambitious, per- described as a very ambitious person. His childhood friend Michael was interviewed in the documentary, The Greatest Show Never Made. Keith first told Michael about his idea describing the show and asked Michael to film it. Michael believed that Keith could make this show happen. He's a very charming and charismatic person. They grew up making comedy sketches together, and he describes Keith as the funniest person he has ever met. He's never met me. Never met you. Never met Matt. Or Tom no, no, we, we, we've met. I've <laughs> <laughs> met just once before. <laughs> At some point, something happened to Keith that changed him. There was now an aura of darkness around him, and it hadn't been there before. So at some point, Keith just completely changes and goes down a weirder path. Keith hired a director for the show. David. Everything seemed legitimate like it was actually going to happen, at least the pilot of the show. David describes his time in his life as having to take any opportunity that came along. He met Keith, who explained the idea to him, taking money on at its own game. He seemed really annoyed that money had such a hold on the world. David was excited and liked Keith. David filmed Keith as the presenter. So, it's actually this footage of wow. um, him talking to camera, being like, we're going to take money on at its own game. And he's actually quite a charismatic person. Mm. Like, he's a good-looking, gaunt man that's not always lurking in the background. Sometimes mm. he's fun. Lurking in the foreground. <laughs> lurking in the foreground. Always but lurking. to be clear, he is always lurking. <laughs> always yeah. lurking. David and Michael uh, both went to the auditions. It looked like a proper production because it was. Lots of assistants and people that Keith actually roped in to be involved. David filmed the whole thing with Michael. Michael grew concerned about the project. He confronted Keith about the £100,000 prize. Keith didn't really see what the issue was. He also found out that Keith was creating lots of other names too to pretend that all of these people worked at his production company. Michael decided to back away from the project. They ended up losing contact. David decided to leave. This is the cameraman that was actually a legitimate cameraman. David decided to leave after Nick could not land any money to make the project and properly fund it. That so feels like a probably feels the right like time feels to go. It fair, doesn't it? But it's also so insane that Nikita just went, I'm just going to, or Keith, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead with it. Yeah, yeah. No money, yeah. nothing, no resources. And then I guess he just got someone lucky that he was like, oh, there's a cameraman there. I think, yeah. and, and the world was gone, reality TV. Mm. Mad. Yeah. I've gone mad for it. Michael and Nick ended up uh, meeting at a pub for the last time ever that they, they met up uh, when the London Tonight thing began to play. Wow. And he said that a lot of people at that time were looking at him in the pub, uh, so they all recognised him from that as a scammer. 
Michael was annoyed at him, but also felt very sorry for him. As time went on, Michael became increasingly annoyed at how Keith still wanted to make the TV show. Mm. So, at this point, he's like, he's really desperate. You've not learnt anything. Hasn't learnt yeah, anything yeah. at all. Michael and Keith have not spoken since. Wow. But it really does sound like he's not hes not in it to mess people around. He just doesn't think he is. Yeah. He yeah, thinks, yeah. no, we're all doing this together. We're all together. doing this, this together. This yeah. is the dream. We're yeah. all going to. Yeah. It's kind of like he just didn't tell people that this was a pilot. Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, the- he he kind of just went along with it as it was a legitimate TV show that he already had a yes. broadcast. And I think yeah. he says it's for Channel 4 or something in there. And right. he's like, no, it's actually happening. And then- Yeah, yeah. he seems quite delusional. He's quite delusional. Yeah, he just needed- Like, he probably would have got a lot of those same people to make the pilot for free. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If he just was honest about it. Yeah. Instead of um, swindling people. Mm. Well, yeah, the worst thing he's done is- The swindle. The swindling part, I think. <laughs> I hate that bit. But the fact that, yeah, they're all, they've all given up their lives. Yes, yeah. It's like you can't forgive that. But if you just said, I got this From great start, idea. Yeah. Uh, we're going to make a pilot. Yeah. It's going to be you know, very low budget, but. Very, but very low budget. Yeah. But we're going we're, we're gonna to pitch it. And if we pitch it and it gets picked up, you'll be the first contestants or whatever. Yeah, and if you're absolutely. shooting a pilot, why are you going straight to it's an entire year yeah, and you've got to yeah. make a million pounds? Yes. Like I was just thinking about it. If you had three teams, let's say each team had to make a 100K mm-hmm. and then there's somewhat, you know, like the winning team takes the whole pool. Mm-hmm. That's a better prize. Yeah. Way better. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Why, I, yeah. If it's a pilot, why are you going straight to give up an entire year of your life and make a million pounds? And I yeah, guess why do a year? Yeah. yeah. Just start say, smaller. Start it's, small. It's three it's months. It's a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. It's a fortnight. That's and then it, we yeah. pitch it to and make then a million see pounds. how we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and wow. it, yeah, the, initially it's it's 10 grand or something. And yeah, you know, yeah. What? And also, like, the other- Because there's three teams involved initially, I guess- not all of them would have made the million pounds. So, it's the winning team make the- Yeah. Number. And then I don't know if they get $100,000 each or right. if they'll get- Like, it wasn't very clear yeah. in this who gets what cut out of it or what the cameraman gets He paid. must have realised or maybe didn't that he'd still have to pay everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't just have him on mm. a year-long TV show for no money. Like, that- Just have people for a year. Yeah. It's so insane. Certainly not in Australia. I, I would imagine the UK would also not- uh, yeah, that would yeah. not be legal. We only know how things operate here in Australia. Mm. <laughs> I imagine swindles not okay in the UK <laughs> either. Keith explains uh, that after this period he was homeless and people were constantly recognising him and berating him as the con man on London Tonight. Should have had a haircut. <laughs> he is now an author of a book called The Death of a Poet. Keith is married, has two children, and has created, as he puts it himself, an authentic, well-built and real life. So, Keith has actually changed after all of this. He's wow. actually- But none of them ever saw him again. So, none of the contestants ever really found an explanation of why he did this. Right. Uh, and in the documentary, they actually have to get someone to track him down to find him. Wow. He's but sort of run away. He's-, he's run away from everything. So, after the London Tonight thing, he ran away and never spoke to the contestants. Sort of assume game. that, but yeah. It feels like there must- It must feel like there's some unfinished business, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't feel like you need to you need make answers. this right? Yeah, absolutely. But most- he didn't do this that in this process? No. no Especially no. if he's figured out- If he thinks he's figured out his life. Yeah, yeah. Now's the time to reach out. Yeah, surely. Yeah. I think the documentary actor did that really well. Like, uh, they actually- In the end, they actually play footage of the contestants talking about him to him. 
which oh. is really interesting. And I think a bit like it's a nice, it's a nice way to do it. The the most bizarre thing to me about this whole story is none of the contestants, upon reflection, seem angry at Nick Russian, Keith, or as he now calls himself, Nick Quinton Wolf. They've softened over the years. Nick Wolf. Nick Wolf. They've softened over the years. I'm pretty sure I know a guy who had the a fake name Nick Wolf. Really? Could is this was this guy Australian? No. Okay. Imagine. <laughs> but that was a good that was a good question. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Because it would have the time I knew him. Up. I knew him like a while ago at a community radio station. And was he trying to con people for a TV show? No. Oh, no, might not be him then. But he wore a fedora. Okay, might be him, back on board. Might be him. <laughs> Which I thought might have been covering some foppish, <laughs> some foppish hair. hair. <laughs> some Hugh Grant S- oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Could, he didn't think of a haircut, he just thought, I'll put a fedora on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have softened over the years, and in the documentary, The Greatest Show Never Made, Team Two are all reunited. They have a great deal of fondness for each other, seeing a softer side to Nikita that they possibly hadn't had before. Hmm. They all thank him for meeting each other and for changing the course of their lives. Wow. They're all content and believe that they had an incredible adventure together. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that they, yeah, because yeah. that's the kind of thing that you could feel like. You've been duped and they're bitter. Yeah, think, yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you can't let that go. If yeah. it had run for the full year, I think it would have been different. I think yes, I think yeah. they could have definitely gone and that ruined my life. Yeah, But, yeah. like, what sort of time period? Were, it sounds like it was like a week it or two. It was like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like. Hopefully they could. I think, you know, that relationship, I think John or whoever must yeah. have been like, yeah, we, we were never working out. If I yeah. was ready to break up with them for a, for a year TV yeah. show, yeah. not even to go. We'll figure it out and, you know, yeah. in a year we'll- Yeah. Not yeah. even to try. Wait for me. Yeah. yeah. Wait for me. Yeah. yeah. So, then you, if, if you go back to somebody a week later and say that that thing turned out to be a scam and I'm really embarrassed, swindle. a swindle, and, you know, can we continue? Yeah. If they're saying no, you didn't break up with them in a nice way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't absolutely. Uh, it wasn't yeah. like- I really need to take this opportunity. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it probably- I don't want to- uh, leave you waiting for yeah, a year, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if it was like, see you later, toots, yeah. and then a week later toots. you come back I got and go, my big break. You come back and go, hey, baby, let's. You need skinny bean, let's go. So, you got two boyfriends, me and the clown. Yeah. And then like Lucy could go back to her carpet job. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, like most of them could go back to their work. It sounds yeah. like her, her work was really supportive of yeah. her. So they were supportive. excited for her and yeah. stuff. So you'd imagine they'd be like, oh, they're all a bit embarrassed. They'd feel of for course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you would be. I mean, yeah. You'd be embarrassed. And look, it sounds like a lot of them weren't necessarily content in their lives at the time, but at least you can sort of go, okay, well, I'm going to go back to this steady job, but yeah. I've got a better idea of where I want to go and I'm going to work towards some yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and- cool that they all found it as looking back as uh, a positive experience. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's so nice That's to nice. hear. That's a, a nice ending to it pretty grim tale yeah it was it's really nice watching the documentary to go oh my god so like they all see each other for the first time again they're all so excited a lot of them have kids yeah they're really happy they've got good steady jobs and they describe it as one of the greatest moments of their life that's fine um that jessica and matthew is the greatest reality show swindle i love wow. i love how they came back around i was the way you were talking about it earlier i thought it was going to stretch out and he was going to be just 
bleeding their money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it, it's interesting. Like he just kind of seemed like a bit of a yeah, a foppish yeah. as you describe uh, Hugh Grant, From a, a foppish sort of person that didn't really know what he was doing. Yeah. Um. So you can actually see it in the documentary, like. It started to build and it looked like it was going to happen and then at some point it all goes away very quickly. Yeah. And he's still trying to make it happen but obviously, yeah. you know, he's not earning a lot of money. He's working at a bookstore and then he doesn't have a place himself. Yeah. And so, he's obviously quite delusional yeah. at that point and he's stringing these people along. Um, but at least the other two teams didn't <laughs> go along yeah. with it. Like they, they pulled out very quickly, which I think was a very good thing. From a story point of view, I kind of wanted it to go for longer <laughs> and build more tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just from a human point of view, <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, glad yeah. it was like a week and then they all went, this is bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. got yeah, back yeah. to their lives. Yeah, yeah. The team that kept going, I was worried that they were going to go, we've come this far. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm just glad keep going it didn't forever. ruin their lives. It didn't ruin their lives. They're all okay really nice. now. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't even ruin Russia's life. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He was homeless for a bit. He had some addiction problems and then he kind of came out the other side and wrote a book. I don't know if the book is a really popular book or not. I'm sure that he's- Was it Nick in the Wolf. biography section? His old- Happy hunting ground. Happy hunting ground. It probably was actually. He probably yeah, went probably back and showed everybody. Probably went back for book signing. Yeah, he probably did. Imagine. He's made it. He swindled a lot of people and now he's made it. Wow. That's actually how you can make it. That's how, it's easy. If you don't know. Yeah, swindle. You can actually, if you swindle, you can actually make it big. Yeah. And then you can bring everyone else down with oh, you. Oh, so maybe that's what they should have done to yes. make the million. Yeah. Just done their own swindle within the swindle. Yeah. Did you? That's fun. <laughs> That's Did, fun. Do you see any of yourself in this guy? Because you are able to make big productions happen. You're like him without the delusion. Don't you reckon? You've <laughs> That's got, very kind to say without the delusion. You, do the, so you dream and you've made big Things. productions happen on the smell of an oily rag sort uh-huh, of thing. Uh-huh. Do you, did you relate to him at all? I don't think uh, in the way that he went about it. Like, I wasn't <laughs> auditioning people and, you know, I wasn't, wasn't, wouldn't go that far with it. But sure, being a dreamer. God, you've got to be a dreamer. But yeah, those you, you have, you go for ideas that most people would find too intimidating to even yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, where me and him, uh, I guess the money Yeah, well, I, like, I haven't. <laughs> there's our difference. I'm, mm. I'm struggling to see a difference. Where, would, where do you <laughs> yeah. see the difference? <laughs> Just I didn't take money on at my own game. Oh, okay. And I won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you lost. I lost. I lost big time. And I think Nikita Russian lost in taking on money. It's such a confusing concept for a, um, a TV show as yeah. well. Because it doesn't really make sense. It's just making people earn you money. Mm. But it doesn't really- it's, it, it doesn't look like- because he didn't have a cameraman or anything, it's like, well, where were you going to film all of these people? Yeah. How are you going to film multiple people at different times? Yeah, if the other two teams hadn't pulled out, yeah. you need at least two other cameramen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He didn't have anybody, so yeah. I don't know how so they would have gone how is this going to happen? Yeah. So I think it's fun. I think it's fun. And I think I like uh, I like Nick, even after watching this, you're like, oh, okay. It's yeah, all right. Yeah. That's how we got away with it. Yeah, yeah. that's how we got away with it. It's charming. It's so did. charming. I think it's, it does, to me, sound like it's got interesting elements yeah. for a show. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some I guess things so. about it where I'd watch it. I'd definitely watch it. And it was interesting to if watch Matt it. Matt Little's narrating it. I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. If Matt's on it or Sarah Marie's bum dancing in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah then or, I'm in. Or at Rob Mills, Mills, Mills is just doing a song at the end yeah. of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Comes into the flat and does a song to take us out. Yeah. I think he could host. He would be good. He'd be a good host. He's got a bit of a foppish charm. He does have a foppish charm. I hope I know what foppish means. I don't know if I could- um, 
explain it. I don't think anybody can. I think you foppish can't. is just, you, you know, when you say it. Definition is Hugh Grant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? He's got that foppish charm. And like a, a curl in his face. Yeah. You know, like a floppish hair, curl. foppish vibe. That's right. Floppish. Yeah. Floppy from floppy from foppish. Bit like awkward. And charming. Yes. It's yeah. kind of like that. You have no idea of what's going on, but I think, yeah. you know, fumbling along in There's life. something charming about have, that. Have you got any huge projects on the go at the moment? Because I'm, I'm thinking about your the movies you've made, mm, yeah. which is- I know a couple of people have done it, but it's- yeah. To me, it's such an impressive thing. Well, I, no, I don't have any. I don't have any projects going on. I want to make a uh, mockumentary about uh, Rob Millsy Mills um, in a world that no one remembers who Rob Millsy Mills is, and uh, uh, fantasy land. That sounds like. <laughs> and he wants to. Uh, he wants to get his uh, 2004 hit song "Miss Vanity" um, into Eurovision. Yeah, great. Yes. And so I want to make that as a mockumentary with a wonderful comedian in Australia called Genevieve Morris as his a manager. Love they, they live together. Yeah. Have you put this to them? I put this to them. <laughs> okay. And they are they are interested. But yeah, it, that's the thing. You just got to get funding. I'm thinking of talking to Nikita Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that gotta, I don't awesome. know, something fun, but it's so hard to make, like, you know, making things for free all the time and you're, like, putting so much money and resources yeah. and you're also paying, like, a cameraman. That's or- the, definitely it's the game for 23-year-olds. It is. And as when you, you know get everything. older, it's harder and harder to justify. It is, yeah. Which is- That sort of spending. <laughs> sad, I'm going to spend, like- Sad but true. <laughs> sad but true. As the great James Hetfield once said. Is it actually true? Yeah, he did. Okay. Sad wow. but true. That's nice. Yeah. And we're going to win. We're going to beat money in its own game. <laughs> And we're going to win. And we're going to win. Every I, time. I really I enjoyed that story a lot. Can I see if anyone- I mean, I definitely can. I don't need to ask your permission. What was the guy's name? What was the show called? Uh, what what word should I look for in the hat? <laughs> look, up, look up Nikita Russian. I reckon, yeah. Um, How do you spell that? N-I-K-I-T-A. And then Russian. Is there is no- Russian. There's not a single Nikita in the hat. Wow. What about, uh, what what was about the reality? What was the doco show called? Uh, well, the great reality TV swindle. You can use the word swindle. You could say, uh, I don't know, 100,000 pounds. <laughs> right, 100,000 pounds. Oh, it's in there. What is it? Someone has suggested the great reality TV swindle uh, saying, uh, why do you think it would be a good uh, topic? And early- uh, Orts hoax with twists and turns along the way. Oh, okay. Mm. And that was Hannah McAfee from Sheffield in the UK. And recommended the documentary, Greatest Show Never Made. It's a great, it's a great documentary. Good you gotta, one. You gotta, yeah, you gotta check out this documentary. It's really good. Uh, and and it's just not, it's just a feel good story in the end because you're kind of like at the end of it you're like oh this could have gone so bad and it could be a terrible ending and then you're like oh no they're all i was bracing for it yeah 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 they've all forgiven that's amazing like it sounds like every single person involved has ended up great yeah yeah Yeah. i mean not everyone is in like not everyone returns in the document john no john returns which i was surprised about but yeah but the interviews with people are interesting and they also interview nikita russian yeah which is great that is good so that's the interesting part that you actually see him from his perspective yeah and he actually thought that it was gonna yeah yeah, happen the entire time very interested to check this out so rather than feeling like he's a villain you're just kind of like oh you're just you're delusional you're a bit delusional yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. and you i guess he had a lot of charm and a lot of charisma so everyone kind of thought he could do it, and he believed at some point that he could do it as well. And so then he kind of just keeps going along with it. And I think at that point he'd just bitten off more than he could chew, and he was, I just made that phrase up. And he was like, yeah, he's just like, That's okay, great. well, yeah, thank you. I think, yeah, immediately um, I think I know what you mean. Yep. How about uh, this one? Hey. All roads lead to Rome. 
Whoa. It's made that one up too. I don't, that one doesn't make, make sense. sense to me. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of water between here and Rome. Right. Yeah. You know. Like the road that, the- like my street just sort of runs between two two major roads, not like, and it, yeah. does not, it doesn't get you to Rome. Well, how about this one? Okay, that one was good. How about this one? So, if I say uh, it was quite cold this morning and uh, when I took my dog for a walk, Missy Diggins, before he was a little bit, it was a little bit hotter, mm-hmm. four seasons in one day. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. We say about Melbourne. You that is Melbourne. a very unique hmm. thing about Melbourne. Yeah. And I w- I've always <laughs> when thought you say it. it'd be great to have a term for yes. the thing that only Melbourne has, which is uh, changing weather. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do have that. Yeah. You do have that, don't you? I've so, travelled yeah. around and everywhere else is just the same. Yeah. Morning to night. Morning to night. Wow. For the yeah. four seasons in one day. So but you uh, use yeah, that. Melbourne, Australia. Four yeah, seasons in Melbourne, one day. Australia. That's I great. like that. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Good. You can use it. You can okay, use it. Okay, that's better than the as other one about Rome. Me. That okay, was well, bullshit. Well, the Rome one was just, I was just spitballing, but the other cool, one like you could say Sydney Road leads to Sydney, for instance. Which is the road just out the front of the studio here. Yep. I th- and that's true. All roads lead to Sydney. Road. Right. Yeah, all roads lead to Sydney Road. Yeah, okay. I don't think it has as much of a ring to it no, as the other ones. but yours anyway. was a good try. But yeah. just, it okay. just didn't make any sense. Not okay. like um, okay. playing cash at its own game and winning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have time to hang around for our Patreon section? Or do you want to uh, F course off? Sorry no, for no, the language. No, 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 no. Stick around. It's fine. Well, Sam, can you be involved then? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Uh, so, the way we do you this- tell me what you need to do and I'm here. Okay, great. I love you. He's got a text from Dave Warnerkey. Actually, did. He's doing fine. Oh, that's so good. So, that's- uh, that, uh, If that's what he said again, I'm fine. Yep. Jess, it sounds like the automated app thing we set up is working. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, edit that bit out, AJ. Um, <laughs> AJ's our editor for the listeners who don't know. He's one of the best in the biz. Well, they uh, wouldn't have heard any of that because he had a little out. Yes, so. you don't hear a goddamn thing. Please don't uh, book you him because he's already very busy and I feel like we'll be the first thing he drops. Yeah. <laughs> and we've become accustomed to this lifestyle. Well, just and what a lifestyle. The lifestyle so lavish in getting here. to talk to AJ every week. Yeah. Saying, thanks, AJ. Yeah. That's <laughs> all we say. We don't job. say anything mean <laughs> to him. It's life, actually. Uh, so, this part of the show is actually, Sam, everyone's favourite section of the oh show. A lot goodness. of people would have skipped over your report, I'm sorry to say, just to get to this part. <laughs> great. Uh, where that. we thank some of our great supporters. These people are the people that help make this show <sighs> happen. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we, we thank them over the next 30-odd minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you know you were committing to No, tracks? but that's fun. I like that's, that. Uh, I like hearing people's names for 30 minutes. That was the, That's a low end as well, 30 yeah. to wow. 40. I'm going to try and keep it. You're going to keep it snappy. Yeah, yeah you're okay. going to try to dive it up. Um, <laughs> he, hate, it up. he hates uh, thanking people. He yeah, really like, never liked thanking people. Uh, and we do it in a few different ways. But if you want to get involved, uh, yeah. Sam or listeners, uh, go to patreon.com slash do go on pod. Wow. And you can sign up on all different levels. Jess, what are some of the different uh, things people can get if they get involved there? You can get shout outs. You can get early access to tickets to live shows. You can get three bonus episodes a month. Oh, my God. On the- sh- on Make the a four. certain level. Yeah. Do four. I think it's the uh, Dreamboat Cooper or above. That's it. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's- You that's- get access to the Facebook group. That's uh, it. The nicest corner of the internet. Uh, you get a Christmas card. Yep. On certain levels. Yep. It'd be wild if you didn't sign up. Yeah, actually, yeah. Like, it actually seems wild for me not to sign up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like if you didn't sign up, you'd be taking on money and losing. <laughs> yeah, at its own game. Yeah, at uh, its own game. Thank you. The first thing we do is for people who sign up on the Sydney Schoenberg level or above, mm-hmm. and that's a bit of the show called the Fact Quote or Question section. I actually think it's got a little jingle. It goes something like this: Fact Quote or Question. 
ding. I always remember the ding. Uh, Jess always remembers the scene. God, we miss him. Did you make it up? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think she's she had to give a co-writing credit to the widget the world watcher theme. But uh, the first (laughs) one uh, this week, and everyone um, gets to give themselves a title as well. And I only read these out as I read them out for the first time. So this is good. This is going to be good. Such a pro. I forgot when I was picking at you making small mistakes that I would later have You'll to read. You'll make big mistakes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> People's names and do them again. Uh, the first one comes from Soph Waldron, uh, who's got the title of One-Armed Idiot. Okay. Oh, that's not nice. Well, it's just the title, mate. Okay. Let's see. I'm not having a go with it, I'm just saying. If like, Soph's fact, quote, question or it's other- It's a fact, yeah. It's um, relevant to that. Might explain. Because it might just be one of those things that, you know, the Queen gave her that title. The Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the current queen. head of state. Okay. Queen Elizabeth II. Long may she reign. Oh, God, she's good. Uh, so, and I think I like her mainly because our Prime Minister John Howard likes her. Our current Prime Minister yeah. John Howard definitely <laughs> likes her. They're uh, in coots. So, Sophie's fact is, so as you know, I recently travelled to the UK and while in Cornwall, I had a fall and fractured the top of my humerus, which is ironically not at all a funny experience. Mm. My fact is, the name is derived from Latin, humerus. Humerus meaning upper arm, shoulder. It actually has no connection to its homophone, humerus. Oh. Oh. But oh, people okay. still call it the funny bone because when you whack it, 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 it feels a bit funny, yeah. Oh, which one's your funny? What, what is your humerus? Oh. Yeah, you, well, your triceps. Your triceps. Yeah, you're showing off your triceps, right? Sure. Now. Yep. Jess is loving Where's that. the one under the uh, trousers? Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Jess is loving you showing off your arms. <laughs> I nice. regret just starting that. All Me right, too. the second one. I really do. Sam I, I can- regret Sam really fucking leaning into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Soph. Next one, and geez, we're we're learning and we're laughing here today. Love that. And rest up, Soph. Hope you hope, hope you're, you're healing. okay. And you're not an idiot. That was a little while ago now, I think. So I hope she's. Yes, on the mend. She actually sent that one through on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, next one comes from Dave Loring, a.k.a. Perpetual Dave. And Perpetual Dave is offering a suggestion. Fantastic. Here we go. Hey, mates, got a quick little prizeless game for whoever's in the room recording this episode right now. That's us. Who could that be? Well, Buzz in. Uh, for, for Dave, uh, it's just Sam and me. Yep. Uh, I'm Matt. Correct. <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say, I've got two animals uh, that I hope you're not already familiar with, and you just need to decide based on their name which one is sort of adorable in an odd way and which one is sort of horrifying in a regular way. Okay, great. Okay, so you've got coconut crab or Geranook. I reckon coconut crab is cute. Coconut, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a little bit of a curveball. I think coconut crab is an actual really cute crab. Yeah, and I reckon the eyes, other ones, big dreamy scary eyes, scary looking. Yeah. So you're saying coconut crab is yeah. a nice one. He's saying that I've got to look up uh, the, Google Images, and the oh, answer will be clear to us. I see. I thought he was saying that. Is were it a his riddle? Pets. I thought they were. They were his pets' names, <laughs> but they're just real animals. All right. Um, my God, man. Coconut crab would be a cute thing. Oh, yeah. It sounds cute. It sounds like kind of fluffy, like a plush toy. Yeah. It's my coconut crab. And it's like a little oh coconut God. with like crab arms. Yeah, that's cute. But we could be wrong. We could be the <laughs> other way around. Matt's <laughs> laughing. I think, mate, something's cute. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, we'll Matt, go cro- coconut crab first. Oh, oh, that's not cute that's at all. Not cute at that's all. horrifying. Okay, that's horrifying. That's absolutely horrifying. Sorry, wrong about that. You don't want a plush one of that? Oh, oh a plush one of that, though. Yeah, that's a- big. The fact that it's like, 
It's basically bear hugging a tree trunk. Yeah, I don't yeah. enjoy that at all. I was wrong. But I imagine was wrong. if that was Perpetual Dave's cute idea. Like, oh, it's like cute. Because we don't know. Maybe it's subjective. And then the Garanook. Garanook. <laughs> Look at that. Photo. Oh, that's fun. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> what a weird look. It's like a thing. giraffe. Its head is with a tiny. <laughs> it's so strange. It's got the tiniest head. And this one is standing up like a person. Yeah. It looks like one of those mirrors, you know, the mirrors that kind of just change. Yeah. Like they're kind of pointing out. Yep. Yeah. It's I like, like a standing desk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's working. It's working a Zoom the meeting. Back in the meeting. <laughs> it's just oh, been wow. sprung on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. I've never seen one of them before. They, they're cute. Yeah. Cute to boot. They're really, yeah, really interesting looking. Yeah, that's They're cute. They're fun. That's I like cute. that. Yeah. Coconut crab is horrifying. Crab. Yep. Yeah. I love that at my advanced age, I'm still finding new animals. Yeah, you'd think you would have discovered fun? all of them by now. No. Personally. <laughs> uh, Perpetual Dave finishes by saying, um, that's all. Much love. Oh, that's nice. Much love to you, Dave. Much love to you, Perpetual Dave. Thanks, Dave. Next one comes from Sky, uh, whose title is Nude Model for Do Go On Figure Drawing. Oh, Sky, thank you so much for uh, offering your services That's there. That's lovely. Sky says, Today for you, I have two quotes from my great friend and mentor, the man that will change your life with overwhelming kindness. <gasps> Rich Russian. Teru. Uh, number one from his book, The River Troll. Here's the quote. It's Not my nickname. Your nickname's River Troll? River Troll. Yeah, it's always hanging out in the river. It suits you. He's a little troll. <laughs> uh, this is the quote. Not everyone is beautiful, but everybody is beautiful to someone. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. I agree with so that. So I describe myself. I, I would personally word that as one man's trash is another man's treasure, <laughs> yeah, but it's the okay. same sort of thing, isn't it? Did you just it? make that up? Yeah. And you get another good saying. That's great. Kind I think lots today. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's nice to talk to people as trash. trash. Well, I've certainly been one man's trash. Yeah, and another's treasure. I'm waiting to be a man's no, treasure. No, you've got a beautiful partner, Ablam, or whatever these. Whatever the fuck his name is. Who's this? Ablam. <laughs> um, the second one is the difference between a craft and art is that art has a piece of the artist's soul in it. You can make the most beautiful painting in the world, but if it doesn't you have can't soul, make it sing. it's a craft. You were so close. I was so close <laughs> to that. I, was so, I felt close to that. That's nice. I felt confident. I felt good about that. So you're saying like something something can be objectively bad, but if you put your heart and soul into yeah, it, it's art. art. That's art. And I think that also means that um, if you put your soul into some craft, you've elevated it to it's art. art. Yeah. yeah. This is art yeah. now. That's nice. I like this, that. This uh, noodle mm-hmm. pattern This thing. macaroni yeah. plate that I spray painted silver. <laughs> I put my heart and, I love and it. soul into that. You're holding it up right now. It's beautiful, <laughs> Thank Jess. you. I worked really hard on it. That's art. <laughs> Took me 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's long enough. <laughs> uh, Sky then says, I wonder if Sky will explain the title. Uh, also, about the title, I've ah. just done figure drawing nude modelling for him in his art gallery. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Much love. Good on ya. Good on ya. Good on ya, Sky. Rich Taru. That's a great name. Maybe. It looks like Thoreau, but um, Sky put it out uh, the phonetically, and that Love is that. something that will help me again. every time. We're stop holding hands. Past. Please it's stop nice. holding hands. Uh, the final one comes from Pervert Paramedic. Okay. I like that name. That's something I can okay. get behind my other nickname. That's not the title, though. The title is Chief Medical Officer Who Will Take a Peek Whilst Appearing Very Professional. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like that anymore. I take it back. That's not my nickname. Uh, uh, okay, that is that is a lot. Um, <laughs> so take a peek at someone really injured. Why is that? 
Wow. You sound awesome, bro. <laughs> Can I be honest? You sound awesome. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. I'm interested to see what this fact quote or question is. Yeah, well, Hope it's not a brag. <laughs> uh, it's a suggestion. Okay. Oh, I hope it's not. Yeah. You guys should get into God. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Matt, please only read this out when the three of you are together. Oh, oh okay. all right. Well, <laughs> um, I think of you as a Dave. Jess. Yeah, I think so. Of Jess me. is both Dave and Jess at the moment. I'll pass it on to Dave. How about that? Yeah, she okay, can whisper great. it to him. Do you want to call it? Uh, Dave, will listen in. Uh, my Patreon donation is only for you. I will occasionally listen to book cheat, but cannot support literature. And Jess has a real job. Oh, it doesn't anymore. I don't have a real job. So doesn't need my cash. Well, that's changed since the she time does of need writing. Cash now. Uh, these two I, I need that cash. get nothing from me. Keep up the good work, Matt. Jeez, you are making me feel uncomfortable. Uh, keep going with who knew it and bring back primates. I only really joined up on Patreon to ask my question on. Who knew with Matt Stewart? Might stop my payments once I've been read out before you lot bankrupt me. Remember, nothing for the Sass Twin freeloaders. Much love, pervert. I reckon I'm looking forward to hearing what Jess thinks about this. I would just love to go see how much pervert gives us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's five bucks. No, he's in the the Sydney Schoenberg level. Oh, true, 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 true. I beg your pardon. High roller, pervert. High roller, but you're bankrupt. I don't don't have a real job anymore. Yeah. This is my job. So, Jess would like so this is for you and me, but yeah. Dave can obviously- Dave can go fuck himself. He has like three <laughs> other jobs. Um, and he's alive. And he's alive and well. But, I mean, pervert, if that is your real name, you are just making me not want to read out your question. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep stringing you along till I get you to bankruptcy. And I think probably with the way you go about your, uh, your paramedic profession, maybe yeah. you'd be better off- <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much to Perfect. <laughs> no, because then if we bankrupt him, then he has to keep oh, working. Oh, that's more. right. Okay, no, he's picking right. up more shifts. Yeah, yes. he's getting lots. We need Bring him. out that yeah, question. We'll get a lot to hear. We're going to need that 25 bucks. Yeah, so I'm right. saying him. Could be a her. Yeah. But women can be perverts women too. Women can be perverts too. Famously. Yeah, we're not as good at it. Not um, as good. Not as good. But we can do it. But God, you're perverted. And oh, yeah. Look at you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit old. There's more than two options. Oh, it could be could be a they, could be a whoever. Absolutely could right. be a whoever. Of course. So, I don't mean to be so man-centric yep. that I think, oh, it's a pervert, must be a man. Yeah. I think that's wrong. I think that, though. And as a feminist- I'll claim. I'll well, you're not that. a feminist like me. As a no. feminist, I as think a feminist. we're equal. When you we're talk all equal. over Jess and say- Oh, shit, shit, shit. Both of you, shut the fuck up. Have you ever thought of a title for your show? That was my huge Thank you. Have you ever thought about a show title for you, Matt? Centric. Oh, Matt Centric. I like that. What's that apply on? Egocentric? Eccentric. Oh, okay. Yeah. Matt Centric. Mm. I think I like it because I think I like how it will confuse people. Yeah. It it doesn't need to make sense to be good. Yeah, but you're right. The show, my shows are pretty Matt Centric. I think you should call a show Up 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 A Feminist Speaking. (laughs) (laughs) That is fun. I'll go and see that show for sure. Okay. And you got your finger out. I'm yeah. keen to do yeah. that. You got your finger on somebody's lips. On lips. Yes. Lip. Can't take the person just big lips big coming lips out from the bottom. Your fingers. I'll do it. I'm happy to be on the post. Yeah, great. Up, up, you your lips? Anytime. Hey, come on now. Leave these lips alone. My coconut crab. <laughs> <laughs> My sweet, sweet coconut crab. That's what I call Jess now. That's My sweet, sweet coconut crab. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? 
Uh, the next thing we like to do, Sam, yeah. is thank a few of our other great Patreon supporters. These um, are on the shout-out level or above, uh, which is okay. the uh, arse prod oh, level. My other, my other nickname. And the, na- the, and the way we normally do this, Jess normally comes up with a, a, a bit of a game based on the topic. Yeah, I'm thinking- I know thinking, you love a game, Sam. I'm thinking love what games. reality TV show made them quite famous. Okay, great. So- um, That's fun. It can be real or made up. Wow. I reckon we've got Sam in who's made so many shows- um, I think he maybe Sam can you and I read out the things and Sam, unless he needs our help, sure. can be the one. Are you right to come up with nine reality TV show ideas? Sure. Oh, are they all made up or are they? They can made be up, made yeah. up. They can be real. Great. They can be based on real if you want to just change a real one slightly. Yeah. And if I could kick us off, uh, I'd love to thank from Battery Point, beautiful neck of the woods down in Tasmania. I love the the shippies down there. Beautiful love the times. shippies. Uh, but, uh, from Battery Point, it's Hamish. What what made Hamish famous? Ha- what made Hamish famous? Yeah. Well, it was uh, going going on the spirit of Tasmania. They had a reality TV show there for a few years where you would go on the spirit of Tasmania. It was like Below Deck. Yeah. Like the TV show Below Deck, but it was just the spirit of Tasmania. And you had to be with all the other people. Like, But you had to- The crew were actually disguised as passengers and you had to kind of guess and vote each other out every day who was the crew and who was the passenger. Oh. So, who was actually working there and who wasn't. And Hamish came dead last on it but made an impact because they got fiery on the way out. Yeah. And they shouted <laughs> and were basically dragged off the ship. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And uh, what was that one called? That was, was called- Was that called Crew or Passenger? That was called Crew or Passenger. Yeah. And uh, and by Hamish. One season? Once, only one. One season, It was half yeah. a season, actually. Yeah, yeah cancelled before the end. Yeah, it was yeah. 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 Disappointing. <laughs> uh, I'd also love to thank from Shipston on Stour, if mm. that's how you say it, from Great Britain. It's Tams and Moss. Ooh. Tams and Moss. So, Tams and Moss was on a TV show uh, where you had to actually guess which one was related to Tara Moss. Oh. And, yeah, you had to guess. And so, it was like a line of people. And yeah. so, each day they'd be by a pool. All these women standing there on a pool and Tara Moss didn't know her relatives, so she didn't know one of her relatives and she had to guess. And each week she would go and she'd push someone into the oh, pool. Oh, man o man style. Yeah, 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 man o man style. So she'd actually push them in the pool <laughs> to get rid of them. Wow. And, and, and uh, some would drown. Okay. Okay, wow. They only made half a they season of that as well. They couldn't swim. They couldn't, some of them couldn't swim. And they okay. didn't check that in there. And if she pushed her cousin into the pool, yep. the, show the show was over. over. <laughs> and she got her on the first guy, so it was a very short show. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what was that one called? That was called uh, Moss Under the Tree. Okay. Yeah. Didn't make sense, didn't it? Because like a family tree. Family tree. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Uh, next up, I'd love to thank from Leicester in Great Britain, it's Christoph Michaels. Oh, incredible name. Christoph Michaels. So, Christoph did Undercover Boss um, yeah. Saturday Night Lifestyle as Lorne Michaels uh, <laughs> during that time and pretended to be Lorne Michaels for three weeks. Wow. And people had to figure out if it was actually Lorne Michaels or not. Because they had the same surname. They had the same surname, <laughs> but they couldn't work it out because a lot of the people had facial blindness. Can you do <laughs> on SNL? <laughs> Can you do a Lorne Michaels impersonation? yeah, yeah. yeah. He's quite foppish. Quite foppish, actually. Lord Michael's quite foppish. Famously quite foppish. He's Dr. Evil's based on him. Yes. Can you do Dr. Evil? I'm so evil. Yeah, there you go. Wow. He does that a lot. Yeah, that's that thing. I think that's a lawn thing. Got my little pinky up to my face there, Jess. Yeah, no, I, yeah, okay. I'm sitting it. in front of you. I can right. see that. Do you want to do a few or do you want me to keep me going? I'll do it. Do you want me to keep me going? <laughs> Good talk. 
Um, why don't you do one more and okay. then I'll do the rest. Love that. Keep it a bit fair. All right. Well, my last one I'd love to thank from Iowa Falls. Oh, man, I love Iowa. Love love the idea of Iowa. Never been, but be- I heard Never it's a beautiful been. part of the world. Never been, but Bill Bryson's from there. Uh, and love that. From America's Iowa Falls, it, I'd love to thank Bodhi Afalabi. Ooh. Bodhi Afalabi. What's- Bodie from. So, on one of the great uh, bird watching uh, reality TV shows, actually. So, I had to go bird watching for a week. And at the end of the week, uh, so they'd line up all these birds, and one of them was fake. Wow. <laughs> and you had to shoot the one you thought was fake. This is a real insight into your mind. <laughs> yeah. But some of them, some sometimes they get it wrong in their shot, like a really right. rare bird. What an endangered one. Endangered one. Wow. Yeah, so that was kind of the, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of groups came after them. Oh. A lot of, you know, was that one um, um, Birds of Prey? Was the name of that show? Birds of Prey. I do remember seeing that Holy one. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really that's good a, name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a great show idea as well. A great, well, great, great show. show great show. Yeah. Great show. That uh, Bode or Bodhi. Yeah. Yep. Afalabi uh, was famous for. Yeah. Yeah. Real hit, <laughs> hit maker. Shot. One that series actually shot a lot of birds. Yeah. A lot of them shot were endangered. a lot of birds. <laughs> um, I'd love to thank some people as well, if I may. Mm. Um, from Kentucky, from Harrodsburg in Kentucky, I would love to thank Zach Butler. Zach Butler. Zach Do you remember Zach? Zach? Zach. How can I forget Zach? Yeah. Zach was actually incredible because Zach- uh, that did a show called uh, Butler or Not. Yep. <laughs> Butler or Not. And basically he had to. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys know this idea, but, you know, it's coming. It's all coming to me back. I haven't seen it for such a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he had to go into people's houses as a private butler. <laughs> yeah. For and had to, it was a year. Yeah. He had to live as a butler for a year and then wow. found out that he was only earning minimum wage as a butler. <laughs> and, um, and there was no prize money at oh. the end. Yeah, and he only found that out. At the end, but he had to pretend. So he had to go to you know uh, school, like uh, had an allocution lesson. Yeah, but had to school. really. But he had to go to Butler. Went school out of Butler and was yeah, and was trained uh, by Bruce Wayne's um, Butler Alfred. Shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's one of the he's one big, of the big butlers. One of the big butlers in yeah. the world. Yeah, one of the best. I'd one say. of the best butlers. Yeah, yeah. John. Butler Trio. Um Trios. That'd be the next three. The next yeah. three. I think I think yeah, it goes from <laughs> Alfred. 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 Then you got the, the John, John Butler, Butler Trio. Trio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, fifth maybe even is Zach. But yeah, I think so. There's yeah. not that many butlers these days. No. Yeah. It's a dying right. art. And I'll be honest, it wasn't a good TV show, but you know, God, he was good on it. I knew when uh, Butlering was on its way out was mm-hmm. when Jeeves had to go into the dot-com boom. That's yeah. right. Make yeah. a website. And when yours quit. Mate, if, if Jeeves is yeah. having to get a job yeah, online- it's not right. Then we're stuffed. We're stuffed. We're stuffed. Or the <laughs> butler industry is absolutely stuffed. The ass has fallen out of it. <laughs> yeah. You're always saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a the funny The ass has fallen out of butlering. The ass yeah. is falling out of it. We always say that. No, oh, mate. Um, so thank you to Zach, and sorry about minimum wage. Um, I'm so glad that he didn't get shot, though. That's where I thought it was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting shot or pushed into pools. Uh, from WA, I don't know how to say this. I've never heard of this place. Bal Davis. Ooh, Bal Davis. Bal Davis. In Western Australia. Wow. I'm sure I've said that wrong, and I apologise to Thomas Schubert. I'm pretty sure. I know you know you'll explain it, but I'm pretty sure the show was called uh, Bal Davis. Is that right? Bold Devil. Bold Devil. Well, how yeah. did that? What was? How did that show go? So that was a disco. Ah, and it was disco Bold Devil. It was actually called Disco Bold Devil. And every right. night they had to dance on the disco floor. 
Yeah. Uh, and they would lower the lower the disco ball. Yeah. And by the time it hit the floor, you had to be under it but still dancing. So it was a, the, the winner was the lowest dancer. Okay. So wow. you'd actually have to sometimes. So usually it would end on the floor with someone like just shimmying yeah. on the floor. Underneath the bit But it would ball. crush you. So if, yeah, you got quite tight and a lot of the time there were a lot of injuries, a lot of people had to go. Uh, but luckily there was a pervy paramedic that was just close by, so it was fine. But a lot of people were injured. In that time. Wow. Yeah. But so, again, a short run show. Short run it's show. It's interesting that all of these people have been that's on- That's why I haven't heard of them. Yeah, pretty unsuccessful shows. Yeah, that's why I haven't heard of them. But, they, yeah, they were all the breakout stars. They were the breakout stars. Yeah. There's different levels of being a breakout star. If you're that's a breakout right. star on a show that bombed- Yeah. Uh, well, you know. Still yeah. a good- If you come out on top of that, yeah. a bomb show, you're doing pretty well for yourself. If you don't tap out, does the 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 ball end up just crushing yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. Did anyone die? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. But okay. Yeah. Pretty brutal. The insurance on that alone was. Oh, you were you involved in that yeah, production? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are right. you allowed? Yeah, no, okay. No, let's, let's, NDA, not, so let's not push. Let's move can't on. A um, couple more. I'd love to thank from Sewell in New Jersey, New Jersey. It's Louis Sedona. I'm a boss. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Well, that's what the show was about. The boss. It was you had to be the assistant to the boss, and he had like uh, thirty assistants at that time, and you had to. Sounds like The Apprentice. It's, it's kind of like that. That's why it didn't last that long. So, it's yeah, it's very similar to The Apprentice. But you had to work for him and it was like just finding like his uh, like his contact lens in the pool oh, and right. stuff and he'd just shout and scream at you and you actually- It was a very unlikable side of the boss, which is very rare. Yeah, that's and behind closed doors. Behind closed see the doors, real boss. See the real boss. <laughs> and, yeah, mm. and so it was just called The Boss and you just had to work for him for a week and you had a, i think at that point there were 112 contestants and they all wow. had to live in the house with right. him on bunk beds and they had to read to him at night they had to make him wow. tea and they had to yeah just bathe him and stuff and wow. it was a pretty, pretty yeah pretty amazing show never got released how was <laughs> no absolute breakout star and did were, were there cameras no <laughs> no cameras. How, how did uh, contestants get eliminated he pushed them into a pool okay <laughs> That makes sense. So, yeah, thank you for your support. A lot of pools involved. A lot yeah. of pools of these yeah, shows. Um, I would also like to thank from Shepherd and North here in Victoria, Daniel Sullivan. Daniel Sullivan. Mm-hmm. God, this Shep was Life. Fun. Let's Briggs. Brings us hometown. That's right. Yeah. So this was uh, Shep Life. So uh, this was a Bake Off sort of show. Yeah. Where they had to make the best shepherd's pie. Mm. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, and it, usually they had to use ingredients that they never found. So the great thing about that was some of the shop birds um, were the ingredients for that show from- um, Oh, wow, birds from of Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. So, same, yes, same production company. Same production company. Yeah, right. they wanted to save money. So they actually had to make it from any ingredients that they'd find in the bin that day. Oh, and, and make, make shepherd's, shepherd's pie. pie out oh, of it. Yeah. so it's a little bit of uh, Nikolai Russia's. That's right. Yeah, a bit of Nikolai Russia. That's right. And yeah, and so they had to just make a whole pie, and uh, and then you had Skinny Bean would use the pies at the end um, in the people's faces. Yeah, oh, great. Okay. So clowning, yeah, so he used yes. to come and clown and do all the clowning stuff as well. So he used to like smash great. it into someone's face. It was really interesting. That's really great. Yeah, absolute breakout star of that show. And what was it called? It was called Shepherd's Pie. <laughs> And finally, I would love to thank from Bald Knob in Queensland, <laughs> yeah. Peter. That can't be true. That's a P-E-T-A. Bald Knob? Bald Knob. Bald Knob. Well, that was actually the name of the show, Bald okay. Knob. Yep. I actually signed an NDA, so I can't talk about it. I actually right. can't talk about that show. That was It was a bit of a rude show. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I get yeah. it. Yeah, it was a bad Bald, okay. Bald Knob. Bald Knob, it's a real place. Population of 280 people. Only 280 people. Have you seen a great suggestion for something to watch? Last Stop Larimar, have you seen that? 
No. Go watch it on Netflix.com. It's a great, it's a town of like, I think there's only 12 people and there's a murder. It's a documentary. Wow. It's really good. It's really good. There's a murder in that the town. That sounds like one of your reality <laughs> shows. <laughs> it does sound like it's a really- 12 people, one of them shot. Harrowing. They always <laughs> describe my shows as harrowing. Wow. But yeah, it's really interesting. It's really good. Last up, Larimer. Bold Knob. Uh, so, Bald Knob's named after a, a local uh, mountain feature, uh, which was named in 1895 because the lightly forested bald feature stood out from the surrounding vine forests. That's gorgeous. Yeah. What a bold knob. You say bald like bold. Bold knob. Hmm. What a bald knob. Do you say bald and bold the same? Bold so, and bold. You, can you hear me saying yeah, two different say, words here? Yeah, yeah, bold so, and bald? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Bold yep. and bold. <laughs> So I talk. Okay. And when you say what well, a cricketer like well bold Shane is that well bold Shane bold it's the same again. Same isn't again. It? Yeah. Well bold Shane. Hmm. hmm. That's cool. It hey. is cool. Isn't it? It yeah. It's cool. I feel yeah. cool about it. You're yeah. like you're like Groot. Thank you could you. say one thing say. and it means a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And or you just minion. have to pay enough attention to learn. Yeah. yeah. You have to learn yourself. Make you do a lot of heavy lifting when you're talking to me. Yeah. Thank you so much to Peter, Daniel, Lewis, Thomas, Zach, Bodie, Christoph, Tamsin and Hamish. And the last thing we like to do, Sam, oh. don't think it's over. <laughs> Not over yet. Uh, we welcome a few people into the Triptych Club. How exciting is this? Jess, you could probably explain to Sam, better than anyone. Well, this is for people who have supported us for three consecutive years oh, on the shout-out level or above. Um, we welcome them into this exclusive club. Once you're in, you can't leave. Um, Matt is at the door with the clipboard. He raises the rope. He lets you in. Dave hypes you up. I'm behind the bar. Dave also books a band. I've booked a band this week. Oh, awesome. Um, and actually, it's so crazy that it was sort of a, a, about reality TV because um, from the 2000s show- Pop stars. Great show. We actually have Bardo. Whoa. Oh, this is huge. Oh, I was talking about Sophie Monk just before. The whole gang. I Tiffany, thought- Belinda, Sophie, Katie, and Sally are going to be in the club performing Reuniting. some of their hits for us, including Poison, These Days, and I Need Somebody. That's <sighs> one of my favorites. That's really great. Pretty That's exciting so cool. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, very I think Did stuff. some of them go on to be in uh, Thorpe's Angels? Yeah. Is that right? I think Sophie Monk was in Thorpe's Angels. Ian Thorpe, the swimmer. Yeah. I did like a Charlie's Angels sort of thing. Rally TV show. Yeah. Great show. <laughs> and the angels would like help like someone like um, reupholster a couch. You know, like it was, it was really no, odd. No, it wasn't Sophie, but it was one of them. And Jackie O was one of them too. Oh, yeah. She was one of the angels as well. It was what good. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good show. Good show. Good, good show. Thorpey's Angels. Good TV. Oh, good TV. God. It was called that. Undercover Angels. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But, yeah, I know what you meant. You Thorpey. knew what I meant. I know, you know what you're talking Thorpey's about. Angels. Uh, <laughs> Yuck. Anyway. That's so funny. Uh, yes. So, uh, Bardo's playing. Yes. Uh, they're not being supported by um, the other band, Scandalous. No. No. Scandalous. We can't have them in the Season same room. Can't afford them. Season two's pop stars. Can't afford Scandalous. <laughs> So, Sam, I'm going to um, – oh, it's so good that you're here. Yeah, I love being here. Maybe you, he can play the Dave role of – Yeah, absolutely. So, what we do is uh, we've got three people who are being welcomed into the Triptych Club. They're, uh-huh. they're allowed in. They can't leave. Yes. Which is a good thing because it's great, great in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll read out their name. They, they head in, a bit of theatre of the mind. Yeah. Uh, you're up on stage emceeing the night. Yeah. And uh, you sort of hype them up. Dave normally does with a bit of wo- uh, weak wordplay, but you you just do it however you like. Yeah, you're Wait, the MC. A bit of what? Bit of sort of 
Weak word weak play. wordplay. Sort of puns. Oh, yeah. puns. But you okay. just do however you want to do yeah. it. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're emceeing this night. Yeah. I'm I'm saying their name. They're yeah. running into the audience. You're hyping them up. You're on the stage with the mic. Yeah. You hype yeah. them up in, it in whatever way you like. Dave would normally be like, Western Australia. More like Western my friendia. You know, like. Really bad that? stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Doing yeah. That? All right. So, we are go. we ready? Yep. Oh, Jess, did you have a drink behind the bar? Uh, No. <laughs> Nothing this week. Nothing this week. But it's coming. If you just wait a year, yes. I'll have a drink. You're gonna for have you. some Nikita White you Russians. Have, you can have a meal. Oh, fuck, that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> that's I like that. You're very clever. Good. You're a very clever guy. You are very clever. You're a very guy. clever that's guy. That's pretty clever. You're pretty actually. clever. Isn't that clever pretty clever? That's pretty clever. <laughs> that's pretty clever. <laughs> that is actually. That's yeah. actually very that clever. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Three inductees into the trip to the club this week. First up, please welcome from Margaret River in Western Australia. It's a two-piece here. Eliana and Josh. Give it up for Margaret River, my queens. Something like that. Yeah, get it, girlies. Yep. From Uppsala in SE, maybe Switzerland. Yep. It's Daniel Yellen. God, we wish we had Tame Impala for Uppsala. Is that how you say it? Uppsala. Uppsala, oh, you yeah. are an absolute king. You go off right Ooh. now. Look at amazing. Everyone give it up. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's Daniel Kellen. And finally from Chermside. Yes. So there's a we have a Chermside here. Yeah, I know. From Chermside <laughs> in Queensland, Australia, it's Brayden Douglas. Yeah, lower that disco ball and dance for me. Yeah. Dance for me. <laughs> Clap everyone while you dance. Give me eye contact. Dance. <laughs> dance. Dance. Wow. Yeah. Welcome in, Brayden, I, Daniel. I, I miss Dave. Eliana and Josh. <laughs> Terrible thing to say. Dave would have said, Dave would have said, I reckon, uh, you sir, you you know Germside. You're from Germside. He would have said something. Like, like, you're a Doug Glass half full, my yeah. friend. That's fun. Actually, that's that's fun. better than what he would have done. Yeah, true. I missed Dave too. Now. It would have been Germside. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. You, you called everyone else a queen until we got to the Queensland one as well, which I liked. Yeah, I, liked yeah, you, I wanted to hold back. You zigged. Hold back. You zigged when zigged Dave would have zagged. zagged. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Love that's that. Right. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, nothing much left to say apart from thanks so much for joining us, Sammy P. Thank you for having me. Thank you for holding my hand the whole time. People can find you on Confessions. Confessions, the podcast. Uh, it's my podcast. I'm also doing I a- I thought it was a podcast. It's a podcast. Sorry, it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I do write podcasts so people can understand. It right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also got a new podcast out called Your Two Drunk Aunties with Bron Lewis. Uh, so, that is out. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, that would have already been released. Amazing. That's your third one. That's my What's third the, one. There's a fourth one then. What's no. the other one? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so I had not I'm not doing that one anymore. But I've, I've got, yeah, so I've got Confessions. And am I the asshole is in that? But you can call another podcast if you want. And then I've got, uh, then I've got uh, Your Two Drunk Aunties with uh, with Bron Laws, which comes out twice a week. And that's going to be bloody fun. It hasn't come out at the time we're recording this, but it'll be out by the time you're listening and to this. And the one that you're not talking about, what happened there? <laughs> you just, I just stopped doing it because, uh, for uh, contract reasons, but I can tell you that off the pod. But I'm also I'm also doing a Exciting. gorgeous uh, gorgeous stand up show. I'm doing my debut solo show, and I'm touring around Australia. I'm going to Melbourne, Brisbane, and uh, Sydney. Oh, That's what I'm doing. Fantastic. And it's called Why the Long Face, and it's a story about a publisher um, telling me that I should write a book about my facial palsy called Why the Long Face. <laughs> so that is coming uh, all around Australia. Did you say that's your well. debut? Debut. 
My debut solo show. Wow. Yeah. Because you've done quite a few shows, but they've I've done normally shows, been with I've Dave. I've done shows with other people. And I've Greg. done lots of shows with Dave. And, and uh, Fiona. Yeah. And I've done plays and I've done uh, I've done uh, split shows. Oh. Yeah. Except I've never done a solo show I'm surprised show to know this is your first solo. Yeah. You also, you said debut, which I think international listeners like, because I say debut and they'll literally oh. laugh at me oh. when I say it. So, I- that happened to us at a Birmingham show and I it's burnt into my brain. Really? They made fun of you? Yeah. They're making fun of me like saying bold or bold or bold. <laughs> it was very odd. <laughs> very odd. Oh, that's rude. You know, the mo- uh, most bullies have been bullied and that's- That's true. That's me to you. Hurt people, um, hurt people. That's thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Jess, Thank anything you. we need to tell them? That we love them, that you can uh, suggest a topic. There's a link in the show notes. It's also on our website, which is dogoonpod.com. Um, and you can find us on socials at dogoonpod. And until next week, I will say goodbye. Laters. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.